listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You said you were a gangster, but you never popped nothing. Said you's a wankster, and you need to stop fronting. You ain't no friend of mine, huh? You ain't no kin to mine, nah. What makes you think that I'm going to run up on you with the nine? We do this all the time. Right now we on the grind. So hurry and copy and go selling nicks and dimes. Shorty, she's so fine. I got to make her mine. I ask like that. Got to be one of a kind. I crush them every time. Punch them with every nine. I'm fucking with a mind. I make them press rewind. They know they can't shine if I'm around the rhyme. Been on parole since 94 because I commit the crime. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Sunday morning. A good playoff NFL Sunday morning, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't know how much playoffs I'm going to watch because I need to go see Jamie Foxx be an impossible white man today um and it's looking pretty promising the reviews are terrible <laughs> so that means he's gonna be doing some off the hook shit um and of course it's a very special sunday because for the first time ever um uh we have a crew of podcasters that have never been on the show before Mm-mm. although they you know they it's, it's one of those things where like i think podcasting black podcast specifically is so small but it's so big it's like total oversight on our part but yeah because it was like we we talked about y'all I was like yeah we need to get them on okay that's why i was like we we might need a personal assistance or some shit because we be like yeah we need to get somebody on okay then three months go by a year two years i'm like hey have we had them on nah we ain't had them on yet what the fuck is happening right you just everybody up, dropped the ball you sitting up there like yeah we been had them on wait yeah, we let assume me, that sometimes let me look through the emails oh, no nope, yeah let me go nope. on the site no i don't see the name on the site i don't think we had them on but uh yeah it's the crew from three fifths podcast um and uh we appreciate y'all being on uh first of all uh what's going on justin hey what's going on man hey as always appreciate you guys uh having us on man it is this is big for us so i really appreciate it man uh no doubt and uh like justin if you're familiar with justin's voice um you probably listen to movie trailer reviews Mm -hmm. because uh he's a frequent guest uh with him and chris over there um and then of course we have uh brie what's going on brie hello thank you so much thank you for coming on well thank you for having me and us and we (laughs) (laughs) and then of course we also have eric what's going on eric yo not too much um it is early for me because it's like 9 a.m on a sunday here so i'm chugging coffee it's working for you though man like um like you just came in like I expected like shy to come in behind you just now with the Ooh. with the with the morning bass. Yeah, that morning bass in his voice. Yo, girl, I'm here, lady. <laughs> the very first time that I saw him, brown eyes, your lips said hello, and I said hi. For real, that's yeah. how. That's how I felt. <laughs> I was like, "Is it nine a.m. or nine p.m.? What's happening?" Right, you might need to start recording y'all show in the morning, dog. man that might be the new wave that might be the new wave (laughs) everybody get up early in the morning when i basically is what it won't work though because our women co-hosts gonna be like come on dog (laughs) 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 can't kind of have me out here sounding like that'll work out the same way for me yeah yeah i can't have you out here sounding unless you want to pull that alicia keys you know like you can always do that (laughs) yeah no no makeup on yeah i'm I'm really no makeup on uh i wasn't even talking about makeup i was just talking about i was just talking about how she do that baritone sometimes you know 
like yeah i put a little milk um (laughs) (laughs) so anyway how long um how long have you guys been podcasting man over three fifths man you guys are a bunch of episodes deep i was listening to y'all this morning actually yeah um as we started this back what like eric and i started podcasting back like oh eight oh nine Oh, back with talk you, talk you in Facebook. Oh my God, damn! Talk you. Um, but uh, I think three fifths is we started like the three fifths iteration of this what a year and a half ago. Um, like April 2015. I was actually just looking this up. Uh, me and Justin started podcasting together November 09 uh, on Talk You. Then we moved to Vocal for a while. Um then everything happened with vocal and everyone left then we were on spreecast then we were on uh doing google hangouts and then in april 2015 we launched with the website and uh uh recording through skype and all of that so it's it's about seven eight years it's amazing how much uh over time like you have to adjust to technology and adjust to the yes to the changes that come with this uh you know this basically a job is yeah. uh, you know at many points like if you don't just you won't make it as a podcaster it's one of them things where it's like you find this you're like yeah this shit worked and they're like you know what we're going out of business or you know what we're not updating that no more or you know what fuck whatever you're doing five thousand dollars oh yeah right. oh yeah they charge yes. you an arm and a leg for it they're yeah. like yeah you can still use this service but uh it ain't gonna be free no more you know, little things yes. like that that make you adapt and make you adjust. And the thing about um, podcasting, it will make you be a uh, what they what they call them people to fix it everything, a fix it man, a home fixer upper. You will learn how to do <laughs> shit on your own because you always have more time than money. Yeah, I yes. think in a lot of cases, shows like people are like, man, where'd that show go? What happened in this show? And it's like there's a lot of hurdles, you know, whether it's like pay things like i gotta pay for this i can't afford that um whether it's just like technology you know uh your computer breaks down i gotta buy a new laptop like is it really worth all that to me come on happen on i very i literally our very first show we was like yeah let's go record our computer was like i don't think so niggas right so (laughs) it's a lot of uh it's a lot of stuff a lot of hurdles overcome so you know that's why it's important to support people and uh spread the word and stuff like that to get the get the word out there um now how did how did brie get in the mix then because it it sounded like you said it was you and eric at first i started out behind the microphone um a couple years ago i guess i was quote-unquote producing production um, I would kind of coordinate the topics, make the transitions and all that kind of stuff. And somehow I ended up on the mic once and then they decided they wanted to keep me. <laughs> so I just kept coming back. You know, it was actually a long con. Like the plan was always to get Brie on the mic. We were like, you know what? We'll, we'll ease her into it. And then when they just like, yeah. hey, why don't you just get on the mic one day? Like, what's, uh, what's the worst that could happen? You know, that's, yeah. that's, all of us started yeah. out thinking we were production. Uh, oh, when me and okay. Justin were planning it, oh yeah, no, I'll do all the behind the scenes stuff and Justin will be the one mainly on the air. Justin's going, no, I'll work on this behind the scenes stuff and Eric will be the one on the air. Joke's <laughs> on us. Uh, then we did the same thing to Ash and then Bree and now we're here. That's, you know, it's amazing that, um, 
like so many people like i don't think it i don't know how people do production by themselves like or just like i'm gonna do production i'm not gonna do anything else i'm gonna coordinate behind the scenes and nothing else because like um when you're listening to a podcast even just as a fan i know it feels like a conversation where i want to just like interject and then if a if i'm a producer i'm gonna be like nigga i don't agree with that you know like let me let me get mine in too you know or oh i do agree with that but this is funny too you know yeah I started out really thinking, I was just like, I'll just help and coordinate because I liked it. It was really just for our kind of group at first. Yeah. Like our, our group of, of um, black internet friends. And then it kind of expanded into what it is today. Um, and then I married this one. So. Yeah. Now. This one. So, so <laughs> did, did y'all meet via the podcast in the group or how, like, how'd that work? Uh, so way back in ye olden days of Facebook, back when it was lit and they didn't let, uh, high schoolers in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) we, um, were in a Facebook group, Justin, me, uh, Bree, Ash, and, uh, Justin's wife, actually. And that is how all of us met. It is how we started the podcast, um, and now me and Justin are married to women who we met there. Wow. And my wife continues to put up with me. Wow. And that, and then that, and that group was what? Hotep's, uh, um, of college? What, no. was, what was that? What was, what was the name of the group? I mean, there were Hotep's in the group. It was, uh, <laughs> aren't they always? No, it was, uh, yes, it was a uh, 1 million black students, uh, uh, the original iteration, which spawned off like, eight or ten other groups like where people got upset i don't see why there should be one million black students if i made one million white students that'd be called racist there is like 31 million white students <laughs> on Facebook, if you look and they all have 10 members they made one million asians they made one they made a bunch of them no one cared no one cared but ours was always the coolest and you know they like, are being. It was like at one point a hundred thousand people in there. Yes, <laughs> and a lot of them were commenting every day. So we dealt with hoteps. My favorite hotep thread was the circumference. The circumference of the earth is proportional to the circumference of the black woman's ass. Yes, that was the yeah. best hotep thread. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot all about that. Yeah, <laughs> that okay. was depth right there. Mm, yes. That was that was that was y'all didn't know that because y'all didn't open your third eye pineal gland chakra. Mm. I can't kind of see how that that part that connects the United States to South America could be a taint if you think about it, you know. <laughs> so I guess that is deep. Um, yeah, that's real deep because uh, it's one of those things. But I don't know. I only got two. I, I don't. I, I I guess I don't got that what's in me to open up that third eye. I guess mine gonna stay shut forever, y'all. I'm gonna stay sleep. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, but that is that is cool that y'all. No extra eyes. <laughs> no extra eyes well as a four-eyed person i feel that this is uh-huh. really taking a turn um no no four is cool even numbered eyes are cool like oh, okay two four six if you have six like two in the back of your head that's cool it's the third eye we don't mm. we don't mess with that third eye oh mm. them odd yeah. numbers would throw you off apparently i see and um when y'all was talking about being producers because uh what's funny is that i'm the type of person i'd have been a producer and been happy like i'd have been the one sitting in the back arguing but we're like nah i'm good on them i'm good i ain't got to be on the mic but that's just how i function 
and roger was like Mm-mm, i'm how, not doing this by you, myself how'd you get there <laughs> <laughs> oh because he like, was like got tricked. <laughs> yeah because he was like i'm not doing this by myself and I was like, oh, because it's one of those things where I thought I was going to be the substitute. You know how you had a substitute till you get the real host? That's yeah. what I thought I was going to be. I was like, he was like, we're going to do a podcast. And like a lot of people, a podcast, what the fuck is a podcast? I don't know. What is this? It's recording. Where is it going? Well, by that time, you already knew what a podcast was. We were both listeners uh, to like Keith and the Girl and stuff. Yeah, but it took But uh, yeah, she just was reluctant. You know, I think for women anyway that's definitely like a thing of yeah because you're constantly kind of being like just be quiet you be seen don't say nothing don't be out here giving to me controversial opinions and you know i just uh you know i couldn't imagine doing it without her anyway and then the conversations that we had i thought were really entertaining and good and lend themselves to to you know a different medium so um you know i'm really glad that she decided to, to stick around you know i i don't i don't think anyone can imagine this show uh-huh. without caring it you know what i mean like it would be terrible so um <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't yeah i, I just I just like that's why i was always i'm always interested to be like because the other part of it too is i think um as a in a male dominated pretty much feel like it's starting as, as it went on like podcasts has definitely become more and more like diverse whether gender orientation right. um race things of this nature mm-hmm. still you know still kind of viewed as mostly white still mm-hmm. the gatekeepers are mostly white and promoting shows that are mostly white and stuff but in general um i just always feel like a lot of shows i would listen to different people's perspectives made the show better so yeah. it's like and relationships yeah you know like i can't like if i listen to a show where it's all guys even if i love those guys even if they're funny and all that shit there's always moments where you're just like yeah a woman in the room would have definitely helped there right, or yeah she'd have been like i'm not here for this bullshit what yeah the fuck y'all talking about right now <laughs> yeah exactly like oh okay you know it's easy to talk and you know there's no one gay in the room and it's easy to right. be like oh why they got to do this or something and you're like you wouldn't talk like that if you thought that someone gay was even listening or in or contributing to the conversation uh things of that nature so it's always interesting to see how people come to their like oh we we have let's let's get brie on let's get ash on or whatever because yeah. i think that changes the show for the better yeah and one thing that i i like about you guys podcast and for me since i've kind of matured in podcasting and matured in my listening because when you first come in there's certain stuff you listen to you be like okay that's cool but then when you hear better you actually will do better and y'all respect your female host and i've listened to a lot of shows where it's a female host and she just a side chick something to be pretty for dudes to jerk off on they ain't really trying to listen to her motherfucking opinion at all now shit like that made me mad because what's the point of having her voice when you're not gonna hear her out mm-hmm yeah, I mean, we've told Ash and Bree on air and behind the scenes, they are the secret sauce of the show. Like, me and just, oh, two nerds have a podcast. Okay, uh, two black guys. It's still fairly common. Like, you all are the key. You all are what makes us more interesting. You all are what provide, in many cases, the actual real interesting perspectives. You keep me and Justin honest. Um, and so that's, that's why the show works. Me and Justin are arguably much more replaceable. Right. You are not. 
Like, uh, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Them niggas are terrible. Yeah, like, they, they're, they're trash. Yeah. I agree. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, um, one thing I would like to say too was that, and this, I think this is our first time actually talking to uh, Jay and uh, of Justin in person. Uh, we were, it was wonderful to meet you because we oh, got yeah. to meet you. We didn't get. To, I don't know if the rest of you guys were there, but I know we met you, and now and it was wonderful to meet you in person. Because one of the things how you hear people, you talk with, with people across social media, but actually to see you was a whole different experience. Did the hype throw you off? That's what everyone says. I mean, it's like, holy shit, you are tall. I'm like, nah. There's some truth to the ceiling fan story. There's some truth to the ceiling fan Yeah, you're about a foot taller than me. Yeah, but no, it was definitely great seeing you guys come up for Awesome Con. Like, that was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to hopefully do that again in the future. For sure, man. It was, I mean, definitely going to come back this year. Um, all right uh also before we move on what all else do y'all cover man i heard you saying y'all gonna start a new show about mm-hmm. tabletop board games which i feel like is that like is that a heavy genre is that I mean, like is there like a man. whole tabletop board game podcast universe that i'm just not aware of because yeah, like that is definitely the first i heard of that so there are a few um Rooster Teeth actually does one for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Penny Arcade would do one, uh, every year at like PAX East, PAX, uh, West. But there's not a lot of, uh, tabletop RPG podcasts and there are none that are all black. Um, we mm. actually finished an entire season doing Vampire the Requiem, uh, from October to January. It's about 19 episodes. Each one is 30 to, I think some go as low as like 12 minutes. So it's not a high barrier to entry to listen to one or two. See if you like it. Um, we wrote the entire setting ourselves. Um, it actually features, uh, Seeker. Um, uh, she changed her name at Chasing Lux on Twitter, uh, Shanta Fabulous and Carmilla Lusta, who does Got Your Thrones with Me. Um, and Justin, and then I act as the, uh, game master and run them through the scenario. We had a lot of fun doing it. We're also recording some playthroughs, doing a fiasco. We're actually creating our own setting for the, um, next few that we do in the same vampire theme. Uh, so we have a lot of fun doing them. We think people have enjoyed listening to them uh, Saturdays and Sundays through the rest of this month. We're actually doing live tweets of the episode. We did one through three yesterday, and today we're going to do four, five, and six, and then continuing on Saturdays and Sundays, three episodes a week. Wow, three a week? Holy shit. Yeah, what are you, are y'all just like live recording the game as it's played? Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Like, we'll, we'll all set up on Skype. Um, Eric will run us through the scenario. We got our character sheets and everything, and then we just record as we play. Um, and we had a lot of fun playing it. Uh, one thing I keep saying with uh, Vampire the Requiem, like when you listen to season one, there's like a lot of rule breaks and like breaks for us, like figuring out the rules. That's why for season two, Eric and I sort of went through and made our own rule book. And mm-hmm. when you hear the season finale, you can tell like it's a lot smoother. Like there's like so many like things we that uh, went into just playing the game and making the game it was a lot of fun and that's sort of why i wanted to make the new show about just tabletop gaming because like eric said there's really no like in that space of tabletop gaming there's really no all black podcast like even in gaming there's very few all black podcasts that just focus on gaming gaming from like uh, a black person's perspective 
So I wanted to do that. Like, that was kind of important to me. Um, and we won't just be doing um, the recordings of our playthroughs. We'll actually try to do some reviews of some board games. Um, I definitely want to do or record a playthrough of uh, it's this card game called The Shade of Life. It It is one of the funniest things I've seen. Um, so I want to do a playthrough of that. I want to get a playthrough of Black Card Revoked with all of the expansions. Um <laughs> So it just, it just we we have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of stuff we want to bring uh, bring to the audience, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, wow, that, y- y'all do yeah. a lot of work. I know this might sound crazy, but uh, do y'all have anything premium? Because I was because every time I listen, y'all got like another spinoff, another. I was like, wow, they do a lot of work. Uh, we are working on that. We are now that we have kind of our ideas as far as what we're going to be doing for about the next year. Uh, we're actually going to start spinning up some premium content, either as kind of early release. Um, a few of the tabletop RPG things may end up going uh, on the premium. It's going to probably be uh, a situational call, like the main show that we do uh, will probably continue to be free, but there may be some early access or that kind of thing uh, for premium members. But uh, no, right now we don't have any premium content. We wanted to get to a place where we were really comfortable with what we were doing, what our schedules were, because we didn't want to start charging people money and then going, oh, I feel like it this week. I'm out. Like, no, people are spending their money. You have to respect that. You've got to be consistent. So that was our real focus through uh, Mm. the first couple of years now that we're kind of in a rhythm, um, you know, podcasting ain't free or cheap. Oh, for sure. Um, and Miss Smart had a great idea in the chat. She said somebody should do a space podcast, but I mean, how you gonna do that when <laughs> the number of people on the show gonna have to keep decreasing every year? Like, <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna be able to keep no friendships. I mean, we all know this. Uh, so look, you know they got the, the World Series of Poker. I think ESPN should have the World Series of Spade, where they just travel to different cookouts and family reunions. Listen, <laughs> that'd be tournament. so lit. And they have the cars in the bottom like they do with the with the um, other games. You'd be like, they have a diamond, deuce, mm-hmm. ace. That's why I miss. Uh, that's why I miss the Chappelle show because I feel like. They could have definitely did the World Series of, of Spades. Oh, somebody uh, said Uno, too. World Series of Uno. Mm, Uno break friendships, too, man. Yeah. Uno you gotta be careful with Uno. Uno has a domino tournament at every single family reunion. Mm-hmm. And there is a trophy. And whoever wins gets to keep the trophy at the house. Wait, is this the big family? Yeah. Okay. When she <laughs> says a family reunion, she means what was the last one 300 oh, Shit. I think like 400. no they have their own website that you can go on to and enter like when you have children mm. so that you can look through and find out how you are related to Everybody every member family. of the family wow that's some organization that's dope yes they have four have different chapters that mm. rotate hosting the events they get a letter from the mayor and governor every time they have one because they bring in four to five hundred people. That's and we always say we we missing people. Like this is literally yeah. just like mainly one branch because they have it's like it was like eight great great grandkids of the like there was there was like eight branches, but only like two of the branches have like a decent showing and my branch happens to have like the most people show up to most of them because there's a bunch of people that, that we ain't got in there. 
Yes. I went to one of the events, like the, I don't know, remember if it was the opening night or the second night. They actually brought in, uh, one of those, uh, Vegas gaming companies so that they had blackjack and, um, roulette, roulette oh, yeah. and y'all, y'all poker, bring, all that set up. So wait, are y'all like gambling too? Uh, it's, they, it's you know, it's fake monopoly. gambling. Oh. You can, I don't remember if they had prizes that you could get in okay. life that you could buy with the Monopoly money. Yeah. And so that's kind of yeah. how they work. Y- y'all must meet, they see the it. budget for the year. They were like, oh yeah, whatever they want, they get. <laughs> yeah. That's it, like. Cause we go to a hotel and so the, the, the city is like, thank you for coming and bringing all these people. Cause then we go like shopping and we right. go to the go local on a tour of whatever city and, and all that. All that. It's, it, we have our own uh, family crest. We have our own nonprofit organization. Right. We have uh, presidents of each chapter. Uh, it is. It is like it's like a business. Right. That's so dope. it's for family reunions. Yo, that's dope, man. That's why we only have them every two years. Mine just. We have them every other year. My family reunion is just like I don't know these people, and then like somebody drive from south carolina get all the cheesecake plates and then leave and we'd be like what the fuck happened to cheesecake and then <laughs> and then it's time to go then it's time to leave yeah but but you know what it's good that y'all organize because y'all so organized that wherever y'all go they're not trying to find they're not gonna fuck none of y'all over because they know this is group of black folks is too big because if mm-hmm. we do anything wrong we're gonna have to deal with the shit y'all probably got lawyers on the scene y'all right. mess around and fuck with somebody y'all mess around and get sued yeah and the, the plus, and i mean just in general you don't want to piss off 300 black people doing anything come on you know what <laughs> no. i mean they might just yeah. show up in the hotel lobby like nook if you book boy right they oh, come. and they're from Texas, so they all have mm, guns. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be playing you that do. chance when you go. They're gonna be in a lot of the combat. You don't want no, you don't want no problems, big fella. <laughs> and everybody gonna break out. All right, guys. From the country. Well, they from the country. We have. <laughs> we. I mean, listen. Uh, threats of violence aside. This, <laughs> this is the Blackout Test Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic, and everywhere you find podcasts. Leave us five star reviews if you like the show, um, and they're nice. We'll read them on the air. If they're five stars and they're not nice, we won't read them on the air. Mm-hmm. Also, if they're not five stars, why are you wasting your time? Don't waste your time. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme 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 and today uh we're triple sponsored actually let me go through these sponsors yeah get these dollar dollar bills y'all um number one we're brought to you by shadow doll productions and their second audio play album called sunspot and other ratchetness karen and i are all over that joint yes we are um and you can like check us all up uh check us out uh because we have all kinds of characters and funny stuff that we were doing professional y'all and it was a lot of fun and he should be having a new album coming out soon yeah that's gonna be our third one won't it it'll be our third one Mm -hmm. so um yeah but get the second one so you can be caught up on the saga so you can keep up with our characters as we develop over the three albums yeah because we have developed and some of the stories uh connect uh mm-hmm. yeah so pay attention it's a lot of easter eggs yeah it is also this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt today and you can get your first month free that's getbevel.com slash tbgwt uh g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com slash tvgwt and lastly we're brought to you by adam and eve i'm not even gonna play the sexy song guys okay this is important information you need to pay attention okay adam and eve is determined 
to help you spice things up in your bedroom okay it's for a limited time only time is running out i'm gonna be real with y'all okay valentine's day is coming and they're gonna switch up this offer yes sir so get it while you can okay they are going to give you 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt which is a great deal by itself but in addition to that backed by popular demand they also give you the big o kit okay the big o kit i'm not talking about olivia Munn, guys i'm talking about ah! orgasm that's what it means it includes climax gel and a mini vibrator and uh, so now you know what to get her okay guys and in addition to that they're gonna give you free shipping take advantage of the limited time order you can choose anything in the store adult toy uh movie um lingerie i mean they got everything up in there you know what i'm saying just try it it's 50 percent off then you get the big O package and then you get free shipping i mean come on guys all you got to do is put in tbgwt when it's time to check out and you'll get all this stuff that's easy go to adamandeve.com put in code tbgwt in the offer code upon checkout all right let's get to news number one eddie long dead yeah, yeah. that happened mm-hmm. oh. yep. 2017 is already here um what they gonna claim they took him out i want to know if they gonna yeah right uh i just want to know if um 2017 if people gonna treat this like a tragedy or if people gonna be like we well like i was when that supreme court justice died last year where i was like <clears throat> well you know what i mean because uh eddie long got a, a checkered history man you can't just mm-hmm. ignore that shit um, and there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be going in on him and if the um what was it uh um if the uh controversy from last week or last month with shirley caesar and uh what was it kim what's her last name again karen burrell yeah and kim burrell taught people anything is that there's a lot of people that defend people in the church even when they're wrong just because it's in the church yep um so and then there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna be like good fuck him he's abusive uh he was charged with all this shit i don't care if he uh you know somehow got off this motherfucker's obviously um a piece of shit that's that fight on social media is gonna get real i i can't imagine just how bad it's gonna get because uh, a lot of people won't jump in front of that bullet for eddie long uh also i think some misguided uh loyalty in my opinion long. like i'm i'm afraid because some of the people that are gonna hop on the i'm glad he's dead train are gonna use homophobia as the reason why they do it right they're gonna be like right. oh here's with yeah. all those men and they're going to ignore the fact that he was preying on boys, like right. teenage boys, Children. 13, 14, 15, 16. Like that, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, oh, he was he was homosexual. See, Kim Burrell told y'all the gayness is going to die in the church, and they're going to jump behind that. And it's it's just going to be really, really messy. And I think people are going to forget, like, all the actual horrible things he did, like prey on children, right. use his position in the church to sort of prey on those more vulnerable. And it's just, the whole thing is just effed up, man yeah and and just also uh like you said there's gonna be people that demean him but yeah it's because he's because i mean even i think in either kim burrell or shirley caesar's ranch they brought up eddie long like pejoratively like kim it was kim okay yeah it was like you gonna die because of this and shit and it's like okay i see where this is going so yeah you're right some of the people that are gonna go in on him are gonna be christians and stuff that 
are homophobic I, it's just gonna be ugly and then it happened during sunday morning twitter and sunday morning twitter is oh, like that's a special twitter it's we really like much sports going on and you know how them niggas do when they ain't got nothing to tie their time up yeah it's really like hornet's nest twitter Come it's on. peak like either i didn't go out with saturday night or i did and i got a hangover and i'm sitting in the bed reading the timeline and the games don't start till four mm-hmm. i ain't ain't no breakfast or i ate my breakfast and now mm-hmm. i'm ready to, 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 to fight kids running around getting on my damn nerves know some folks stuck in the house i've never been on on sunday morning yeah. Oh, yeah. Sunday, Sunday morning is lit. That's that's when a lot of stuff pop on Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning, dog. You just got to follow the right people, man. Like Sunday morning is prime. Find a nigga with twelve followers with a fucked up opinion, and like people start retweeting him and being like, "Look what these niggas be saying." And you're like, "Ooh, it's going down. It's going down." Everybody, get your phones. <laughs> get on your computers. Like that's like I we started doing the show at, at, in the morning on Sunday so we could watch football. But like, I do miss me some, uh, Sunday morning Twitter. Although I will say this, it's probably better I'm not tweeting during this time because it is like real tightrope. It's savage. Like you can say something that you would think is common sense and is cool, but people will find that angle to be like, mm, but you ain't say this though. And it's like, oh shit, yeah. it's going to happen to me. Yeah. Then you have a walk off. Hey, you you didn't give stuff. everyone a ring. Why'd you only give it to one woman? Nigga. <laughs> okay so matter of fact let's just go ahead and get into that now man what's that coming what's happening okay so um steve harvey went to meet with donald trump yeah some bullshit but go ahead right right think like a man act like a coon and he goes to meet with donald trump and the thing is i don't know what they talked about but allegedly they talked about him trying to help the black community somehow along with ben carson you know his other black friend um and they're supposed to like link up and whatever right so then um the inauguration is obviously coming up for trump mm-hmm. and steve Ain't harvey can't coming. he's not going and he said he's not going uh long story short he's going on vacation because his wife already booked so it's like his wife keeping him from going to the inauguration mm. and so i tweeted like mm, black women saving saving people for themselves again you know because essentially that's what's gonna happen because nigga you just the photo op of trump tower is bad enough come on if you be the nigga at the inauguration it's for sure gonna rock forever like people gonna be like this nigga really went out there for a racist person's inauguration and i know people are feel a way about like how y'all just going on going in on black people meeting with trump but um number one these meetings are not serious meetings no he's not meeting with serious people he's not meeting with policymakers. he's not meeting mm-hmm. people with experience and no movers or shakers yeah not even movers or shakers but just people with experience right. like they're not they're not they're not people that have they're not serious meetings they're photo ops to say i have black celebrity friends that's why everyone going there is a comedian a rapper or a fucking athlete right like, the truth be told I that's mean, how you, you black ray people. lewis and jim brown have moved and shaken some people mm-hmm true what ah! right what i agree <laughs> i agree they have they've run over some people as well um but yeah so so like um i don't treat these me these these it's like the people defending these people maybe it's because you like them or whatever but my question is this would you have been saying that shit with like bull connor because i feel like history is gonna look back at trump and this moment in america and go this is a moment racism won and a lot of people that went there to quote unquote give him a chance 
we're gonna look back at them and be like what the fuck are you thinking you can't appease a racist by going in there and shaking his hand and respecting him that's not how it's gonna work well i think it's gonna be a look back because i mean arguably the people who are popping up in this particular situation are the ones who want the crossover money like steve harvey has gone from a late night comedian to a progenitor of here's how you women should end up with a man get yourself some love and this that and the other to daytime talk show host uh family feud all that kind of stuff and crossed over into that uh space of white uh acceptance and he'd like to stay there there's a lot of money in there yeah i mean i assume the conversation was about how do we treat black women with less respect and how do we keep selling these overpriced suits yeah yeah i mean i do wonder if maybe the russians have something on him you know like maybe he got hacked too and that's why he's getting there yeah they find out his polyester suits ain't really polyester they was like we gonna let everybody know yeah like they know the the secret to how many buttons and where the button factory is for suits or something who knows yeah he paying being made by children in china somewhere illegally (laughs) yes oh no that's the plot twist they're being made in russia and putin called up steve harvey personally (laughs) to say look if you want these buttons you got to do something for me that's what i want to hear is i also want to know what his plan is with him and ben carson like are we gonna put a suit in every pot are we gonna be out here making sure everybody like making sure the whole hood feels good in they in their suits and they look good with they you know painted on hair like what is the what are we doing we bringing hairlines back and, and, and you know and maybe it's just me and maybe i got such a hot take but I'm like, I ain't got to give Donald Trump shit. I ain't got to give him a fucking chance. Well, all these people come out talking about give him a motherfucking chance. I actually don't understand the logic because right. as a as an individual, the same chance they didn't give Obama. Yeah, right. And then also as Mom. an individual, what does it matter if I give him a chance? I don't even understand the logic of being like, listen, black people, you have to give him a chance. He has a Republican House and a Republican Congress. And he's probably gonna have a Republican Supreme Court. What the fuck chance am I blocking him from having? His, he's got the chance. He's doing whatever he wants to do. Now what you really are saying is be silent and don't even object to it and don't even say anything when we capitulate to him. And, uh, fuck you. I'm going to say something every turn about this dude being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, you got and it's to... also like give him a chance to do what exactly, right? Like right. it's not like he hasn't told us exactly what he wants to do. It's not like he t- hasn't told us how exactly he feels about us as uh, black and brown people. So like, what am I giving him a chance to do? Yeah, I'm with John Lewis on this. Like John Lewis, like man, fuck that nigga. I ain't going to his inauguration. And I mean, you know, uh, Bernie's nowhere to be found. So come on, where his protesting? But he marching Martin oh. Luther King. Fuck y'all. But I mean, no. when he Bernie, said. Bernie. When he Bernie said having dinner or he's actually having brunch right now with uh jeff sessions his good friend jeff sessions who yeah. thinks everyone should give a chance to listen um, guys jeff sessions that was passing out materials about how black democrats in alabama stole votes in 20, uh, 2016 hold but, on yeah, wait jeff wait sessions. hold on hold up is that a joke or is that serious no that's serious jeff sessions during his confirmation no 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 no, no. are they having brunch is that serious? oh no that was the joke that oh okay <laughs> <laughs> nobody told me nigga i had to take well, a sip please. of my drink boy i was about to go in Woo. Well, what bernie actually was was pat putting his name on an amendment he knew wasn't gonna pass and then using that bad amendment as a means of bludgeoning cory booker for not being 
progressive enough trying to make sure that cory booker in 2020 isn't the candidate which is yes as as a guy who's not even a democrat uh i mean he plays the game as a politician so well and his fans are so cult-like it's like i have the most whenever i say anything about bernie i have the most motherfucking people that don't follow me and when you look at their timeline don't talk about anything except how they hate hillary clinton um and and support bernie like that's the only things they do and i'm like how is that your life like i don't understand that depth of love for that white man because i love the obamas okay i love 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 them like the family uh i love rock obama i think he did a dog right i love (laughs) Bo. i I, like i love the bodens vicariously because i love the obamas like i love them i stand for them you know what i mean like even even uh as a president i love barack obama i don't think a person could have done a bet there was no candidate that would have done a better job in those eight years i still let niggas hate them that's the thing like if you if if you're my friend or whatever on facebook and i see you be like "Mm, well he still bombed five countries you know what i say scroll and i scroll right past that shit because you're allowed to say that shit i don't need to convince you and also i'm never going to convince you but i don't need to convince you of how i think that's an unrealistic standard and there's never going to be a president that's not involved in some war and all this shit uh i don't even need to do it like you got it you figured it out why can't the bernie people be the same way they they always i'm white (laughs) i'm bad (laughs) they always show up like why you gotta be punching left i'm like ain't this nigga whole career punching left though like ain't that his thing like don't he attack the left and then goes but i'm i should be the real leader because i'm the leftist of the left people like that's his thing why can't why is he did which was take over a party to belong to and just didn't work out yo for real you were said it than trump <laughs> think about that yo him and trump are the like literally the social media candidates right because they are very good at the 140 character type i'm just gonna talk about this thing and i'm gonna say it in a simple way and who gives a fuck if it's realistic who cares people want to hear everybody. yeah what'd you say brie i'm sorry yeah he people want to hear what they can retweet and what you can retweet is minimum wage 15 dollars, free college for everyone we're gonna legalize uh marijuana uh we're gonna like uh we like we don't necessarily have to have a realistic plan we don't like the, the idea of a congress and a senate being against you is nothing when you're just saying the pie in the sky shit that you want to say um you know single payer health care you can just say it and if you can just say it then obviously people are gonna be like i support that everybody supports that shit the problem is people you know what i mean everybody supports that shit the problem is people you have to look at the realism of it and go like okay so like how are you gonna do it though and that's where it always gets stuck is right when it's like well, that's past 140 characters exactly right yeah well he doesn't have an actual plan because he knew he wasn't gonna win right and the problem with like hillary is that when she was talking she was it was almost like obama with the professorial and people knocked him for it but where he's like well here's the nuances of this explanation this is why you can't do it the way this person says you can do it but here's what you could do you know it's like when um whenever they would talk about uh healthcare bernie's like single-payer healthcare. it's a shame we don't have it we should have single-payer healthcare. we didn't go far enough and then hillary's like we can improve on the affordable care act and then you know work towards this thing 
and then it's, uh, trump's just like repeal it the two things that get retreated the most are <laughs> single-payer health care and repeal it like the middle nuance shit don't nobody want to hear all that ain't nobody got nah, time for that they ain't trying to do hillary Clinton out there she doing a tweet longer she stringing her tweets together people's like i'm not reading <laughs> yeah, that bullshit not reading all of that yeah like, that's what happened with her people's like no you know the rest of our lives yeah i'm not opening that up and reading 20 links no yeah. thank you hillary no. waiting on everybody to go thread and then like link to her shit <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile you can and just actually care and read something yeah meanwhile like bernie and trump just have like a picture it's like retweet this meme you like right. and you have it where you I start agree. yeah it's just like it's just like it's just like the affordable care act but it got the crying jordan face on and it's like oh yeah retweet retweet i agree i agree yeah people hit that hillary tweet you know how you run out of space and for you know you got that if you would like to see more click on this link for that tweet long you know mm-mm, mm-mm. well steve harvey uh, went to meet with Trump and his wife said can't go to inauguration and uh thank you Marjorie Harvey uh I don't know how you deal with that dude on the day to day but um thank you for saving everybody from having to uh keep this ordeal going any longer than it needed to be you want me to tell you she probably looked at that and he was like I'm going to the Trump Tower and at first she was like okay I'll let you go cool then he was like oh and I got tickets to the inauguration me and you going she was like no we're not nigga, nigga. Right. I, i'm not hearing all my friends call me i'm not getting lit up on facebook and instagram i know you don't give a fuck about being fried but i'm not getting fried with your ass too <laughs> fuck you nigga make plans for a vacation we ain't got no plans make the motherfucking plans today and go out there and tell them these plans was booked three weeks ago you know how much i would ain't nobody buying them suits and stuff no. the people who buy them suits you don't want to do that right Right. come on your 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 radio listeners because i don't care what you say it's a lot a lot of old black people that's mad at trump and he you know he might he put like this me and roger talked about this like roger said he gonna find a way to spin it with his ass not going to that inauguration but his ass go to that inauguration them old black folks gonna be like "Mm, i don't know nigga i might need to go on back to time joiner k and g pretty much KNG would go out of business, okay? KNG would they be would. done within a week if he went to that inauguration. I just want to, I would literally pay $100 to hear the voicemail DL Hewley left that nigga though, because. Oh, you know it was nice. <laughs> You know he called him immediately. Woo! I know that King's comedy, I know that phone line blew up, boy. Like, boy, what the fuck do you think you doing? If they if they had a number two, that niche that got canceled right there. Right. Oh man, I'll pay to hear that. Just well, I think we need to meet with Trump. That's what Obama said. Nigga, fuck Trump. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in the water. Cause honestly, if if I was invited to Barack Obama's inauguration, I wouldn't care where I was going. Right. I would be at the inauguration just like I'm so sorry. I have the uh uh grunion running. I can't right. uh, I can't attend. Listen, um, there's only quick. there's only one time where we can afford to put your surgery in for your uncurable cancer. Well, I'm sorry. It can't be during the inauguration cuz I got to go. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It don't have to be the next day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I'll pay I'll pay the cancellation fee. Yeah, I'm right. good. I'm good. <laughs> Like, come on now. It's not like you can't pay the cancellation fee on a vacation. Come on now. Yeah, he don't want to go to that shit. And Major E was like, listen, we ain't, we ain't going. That's so, the thing because you know, I don't know how. Tickets, and she was like, I'm not going. I don't know how you're going to explain this to everybody, but what I do know, 
you won't catch my black ass in the cold by myself looking like a chocolate chip in a sea of white supremacists come on for your ass <laughs> Come on, and something like long button suit while they call you ghetto behind your back. Right. Come on, and something Roderick brought up too, which made sense. He was saying a lot of people that support Trump, they too poor to be able to go to inauguration because you have like they did the thing where they was like uh, people who got like bus permissions and shit like that for DC. That was like it was two hundred for the inauguration and almost two thousand for the women gonna be protesting. That's a big ass difference. Yeah, nobody want to be at that nigga inauguration. Come on. Though come on they're not even gonna be selling yeah, Trump especially shirts. with all the guns yeah <laughs> no, can you even have guns the fbi is that oh. his fans are so second amendment that they're probably all gonna bring guns which is highly yeah. illegal in dc right yes yeah. yes it is um, big problem nigga so homeland security and a bunch of other there's reports going around for homeland security and a bunch of other people that are like yeah trump's inauguration we're gonna have to up secret service and up security not out of a threat to the president's life but because we know the types of people he attracts and they don't gel with the denizens of dc like the blacker denizens of dc even in even in cleveland when they had the rnc like the fucking cleveland police had to come out and be like okay guys the second amendment thing you're overdoing it all right i mean <laughs> uh, we get it y'all y'all blue lives matter and all that shit yeah we appreciate it um i'm gonna need you to put the guns away though before you come up through here fucking up the whole uh city that oh, y'all don't live in y'all. yeah motherfuckers anyway we'll let you go i won't find you but we gotta arrest you for for appearance thank you majory harvey is what i wanted to say okay and so i said black women were saving you know uh to go back to the full circle black women saving people from themselves you know and that shit got retweeted a lot um and then um some white dude came through and was like really uh you know all all wives i was like no i'm talking about majory harvey and the black women just like her that's what i'm saying and he was like yeah but i mean that's kind of i mean i didn't know you were gonna be racist i was like i didn't i don't know that giving black women props is racist i didn't i didn't knock anybody else i didn't say nobody else could do it i mean if you want to give props to your male wife for your trash ass tweets do that nobody's stopping you man that dude was mad as fuck for like uh like he's probably still tweeting me i like i i just get like because on my phone sometimes like i'll block somebody on twitter but then on my phone it'll pop up sometimes right and like i like i did something else went out to eat like looked at my phone this nigga was still talking about meals hours later so i was like dude i get it all wives ladder matter to you okay i only care about black wives though that's the only people i was talking about in that discussion <laughs> what the fuck like people was trying to explain it to him i was like y'all wasting y'all time right. he don't want to get it man white people be so fucking fragile it's just bow bites all over the place Ugh. like any anything that Anytime praise is given and they aren't centered around the praise, they they take that as, oh, you're talking bad about me. Yep. I just said black women are the best of us because if 2016 has taught us anything, black women will try to save everyone from themselves. Nigga. Uh, and then, you know what's wild, though? You, what The wildest part about all that shit is it, they get it. They definitely do get it because, um, like, if I were to say something like, um, oh, man black people sure can dance no one goes well white people can dance too you know what i mean like you like you nobody's like that. nobody says that like it when it's something that they're okay with they they don't say shit it's only when i'm like 
and uh, you know a lot of times specifically when you prop black women anyway come on. It, it's like we got yeah. to come up and be like well white girls rock too it's like right. nigga That's no one talking to y'all right and praising black women is the motherfucking back signal to white supremacists in hotels. They come out of goddamn nowhere. Oh, you said something? Here come. You like fuck y'all. Yo, this morning, um, man, we're all over the place, but fuck it. it this, yeah, it don't matter. It's our show. So, so this morning, the Hawks announced that they're uh, they are going to discipline the GM, um, Wes. I want to say Wilcox or something. Yeah, should the guy who we talked about? He said this uh, off color joke about how. Um, essentially he was at a, a, a shareholders meeting uh, t- with season ticket holders and stuff for the Haw- Falcon. I mean for the Hawks which is in Atlanta which means a lot of black people Come right on. Um, so yeah he um, he basically says like uh, they're asking him some tough questions hey why y'all not playing this guy why so and so on the bench what about this rotation how come you playing these why people this suck at basketball exactly <laughs> like, you know and he and he felt that the tone of the questions was getting angrier and so he tried to defuse the situation by going hey hey guys i'm used to angry uh i'm used to angry aggressive questions i got a black wife and three mixed kids at home and uh, right yes right remember this is oh you remember the ti uh steve coonan video this is the same franchise yeah this is the same they had to get rid of their old owner because Mm -hmm. he was making racist comments and like it's almost as if there's a institutional issue (laughs) there around race that keeps them saying dumb shit they had to get rid of danny ferry because Danny yeah, Ferry yeah. was there when he said the shit about um, Luau Dang is like an African shopkeeper or something. Um, then you had the owner who said he didn't really want black fans featured prominently and it, it was making other people not come to the events and shit. He had to get gone. And then you got this motherfucker. But here's the thing. The difference between Danny Ferry and the other owner, um, I see black men trying to catch the bullet for this dude on some like, that's not really racist, man. And you know uh it was offensive and inappropriate but racist i wouldn't say that and i'm like that's because it's targeted directly at black women right so then we pull this bullshit about we don't see it and it's no big deal because we're not putting ourselves in women's shoes at all i was like change one word one word change angry to lazy and niggas would be like fire this dude what is he even doing with a job god damn it i hate this franchise y'all racist it's embarrassing they you know what i mean they oh adam silver you need to do something all that shit this is the same league that got rid of uh sterling uh because he was uh he was recorded doing a private phone call talking about black people nigga this dude could and should be disciplined and whatever discipline's happening to him i guarantee fucking t it is so minimal like it is 100% like uh sensitivity training uh you take a class online like it's some old bullshit like hey can you just kind of like not do the black jokes anymore and he's like right. cool cuz this ain't no goddamn comedy routine you are you're doing something professional for us nobody came for your goddamn stand up sir right and this he's going to go <laughs> right back to work and he's going to be fine and yet somehow black men that i've seen mostly black men not saying only all this shit not even saying most black men but still the people who have defended it to me have been mostly black men who are saying that it's basically it's no big deal and that's because we truck in that same shit like we'll do the angry black women 
like shit and we, so we don't feel the sting of it if anything a lot of times we promote it and benefit from marginalizing our sisters on some like they just angry and crazy and that's why what they're saying doesn't make sense right so so you can't come in and be like i listen regardless of my male privilege this shit does not bother me okay and i would know like nigga no you wouldn't know because it's not your lived experience black women themselves were saying like yeah that shit's racist he shouldn't have said that i don't know what they do at home but you don't say that in public to anybody and you don't know all those people and niggas were still like yeah but really sis think about it this way it's like nigga I no. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not trying to like, y'all joke at home, but y'all gotta you gotta you can't tell all your inside jokes outside. No. Well even let, let's let's break down the joke. Like the, the the crux of the joke, the punchline is I've got an angry black wife, guys. And like the reason why I think <laughs> so many black men jump to defend that is because they believe that shit, right? Like they mm-hmm. believe the angry black woman trope. And like they're they're normally the first ones to jump up and say, Hey y'all, white girls are evolving, see? get you a white girl they're not angry like these independent black women it's just like they traffic in anti-blackness as a way to control and manipulate women because if they keep saying yo black women are angry they can find a black woman that is so desperate for validation that they'll mold themselves to like i'm not this see i'm acceptable i'm respectable pick me pick yeah. me well, yeah that's because as we've recapped on our show repeatedly uh they hate women right. and Every time you do that, they come in with the, I don't hate women. I have blah, 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 blah. Just because you like how they make your dick feel doesn't right. mean you like them. Yeah, it's it's amazing because, like, in this instance, you have the guys, like, people that get, like, super hypersensitive with sports shit. Like, people that would spend, like, all week arguing about Skip Bayless saying that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. shouldn't have been on a boat uh and that's why he couldn't catch passes last week like they'll argue all week like the minutia of that how it's like racist and it goes against the lazy black person stereotype and they'll be like fuck him he's race baiting like all week they will break it down eight hours a day like it's their <laughs> goddamn job then you say something about black women it's like nah, come on now y'all just being sensitive it's it's amazing <laughs> the disconnect that motherfuckers have man so yeah man it it was just i'm glad dude got quote unquote punished i would love to know the specifics of that discipline though me too um but i'm glad dude got punished and that they're public about it um i uh and and like it's funny because like the hawk one of the atlanta hawks like press people uh whatever whoever runs their twitter account like favorited that tweet when i was like yeah good this nigga need to go get disciplined um and i was like damn even even the hawks is like i don't know maybe they got a black woman running that department she was like mm, yes favorite <laughs> this nigga is tripping but yeah man it's it's amazing and i do think that you know a lot of brothers they like even the guy who like started this shit this morning with me um i he, he tried to appeal at the end on some like yeah man well because a lot of you know black women follow me and they saw this exchange and they start going at him like hey dog what the fuck are you saying and he was like um he, like after they you know was roasting his ass uh he came back like yo man i would troll these black women but my battery low you know what i'm saying i was like Mm-mm, don't reach out for no lifeline nigga trying to be on some like because we both men right we can laugh at these women bye nigga like i don't want my timeline to take up your battery space so i you know i had to <laughs> i had to block him but 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 the point being like the, even um even during that time he still did what the gm did which is i'm gonna reach across to the gender gap and go well you as a man can't you just see that 
isn't it funny how women be tripping like that was really what the talks gm joke was and that's really what that dude's joke was at the end which goes right back to the point yeah niggas are willing to throw black women under the bus for some gain that's it right and i think it's very uh frustrating particularly me living a life with my whole life existence not trying to be funny it's been fighting against the angry black woman right and i'm not an angry black woman i am literally probably one of the nicest people you will ever meet in your life i do get angry and i can get angry but i try my best not to do that because the second you start to show any form of emotion the second your tone of your voice change even if you're justified and validated in your anger it's immediately dismissed because i got a vagina and titties but if i swung my dick around i would get all the respect in the room and everybody would come to me like they got motherfucking common sense why do i have to show my ass to get the same fucking respect as a man and people love when the angry black woman is on their side right yeah. like let let a, yeah. let a nigga get shot in the street oh not only do you love it you expect it like you expect free labor essentially like all right black women get information they shooting us let's go march you know what i'm saying like immediately you know like we don't get left out to dry very often as black men like there's no situation where a black, like listen of the people defending steve harvey's just coonerific mannerisms on that going to meet trump <laughs> it's mostly like church going black women that are fans of his that are like well we gotta give people a chance let's not prejudge because like no matter how fucked up and toxic we are we can still always be defended because it's just that loyalty that's there but we don't have that loyalty the other way back man we are quick to cut ties when it doesn't benefit us so yeah I, absolutely that and i and i know part of the reason that you're overly nice in my opinion mm-hmm. is because of you do have to put on a face for the public of like yo i don't want these motherfuckers trying to typecast stereotype me into a way where they can dismiss me like right. if i'm nice they'll at least hear out my gripe but if i go off on their ass all of a sudden it's well she's just being angry and crazy and black women are like that and so we don't have to pay attention to them so and you're looking at me like i said something wrong so mm-hmm. i'm gonna just move on no you didn't I'm <laughs> I, I, I am I'm karen looked at me like she had a flashback like like that one motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about him now no no we ain't gonna talk about him now but you're making me think about how um you know when uh you're talking about how black uh men uh depend on black women and how you want black women on your side and yeah it's jokes about when it comes to black women in customer service because mm-hmm. yeah we had an incident here but uh with at&t by the time i got through with them they gave us the discount better than we had to, they gave us back more <laughs> money than they were supposed to right they flagged our account where every time we called they actually we want to speak to a manager right. because i you know and it was funny because roger had to call me off because honey i was the dog i got off i told that woman i was not happy with the answer she gave me and she was gonna hear back from me again and i was gonna write my angry white woman letter because i went through with her because i was gonna get blood listen and that's why I, <laughs> so that's I, the other thing about being a woman i think not only is it that you you as a woman are always labeled as emotional right. but as a black woman your emotion is automatically negative i saw somebody talk about how latina women are romanticized for their spiciness and their you know their their right. ability to be angry and passionate and this that and the other it's the it's the same emotions that are put into a positive light when it's not centered on black women yeah correct you don't have to you don't have to have the um same 
consideration of quote unquote emotion when it's attached to a black woman because then it's automatically negative. It doesn't matter what it is, it's automatically going to be negative. You can put it on any other race of people and just like, yep, it's it's fun when it's Latina women or this, that, and the other, but black women is just nasty and yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the playbook. Uh, Spider Y2 Banana, Gaslight. <laughs> Oklahoma. Uh, no, Oklahoma is uh throw women under the bus and blue fifteen, blue fifteen, uh use women as your mule, specifically black women. Yo, and so uh, those are the three plays. Like that's you just keep using them and eventually you score. Like that's Yo, someone tried to say, um, they're like, Yeah, so you just trying to be profound and progressive and I was like, Yo, oh. what what about being <laughs> what about being decent is profound? I'm not advocating no like none of them that I said is so fucking out there. Like it's like it I really be feeling like Brad Pitt in fucking Twelve Years a Slave with that these niggas uh-huh. are people type shit like it's not some profound shit i didn't take no classes it's just like mm, i can see how that would be racist towards black women oh here you go trying to be special i'm like what happened yeah they, they, <laughs> they think you're being special and it's funny though because even though the attack isn't the same for men particularly black men and when they do stand up for black women because there are a lot of good black men that actually do they're not right. quiet they don't sit by the side they, they're, they're coming out and saying shit but you but it's it's weird though because to a lot of black men and particularly hotel dudes y'all are snowflakes what do you why why, why right. are you standing in front of somebody that you ain't trying to fuck or have kids by or not related to them or right. or some shit like what that. are you getting out of this right and right. a lot of them assume, uh, assume that you're getting pussy or they assume that you're gay or they assume that you're bisexual because that's quote-unquote women traits and that's mm. stand. like they do things to quote-unquote <laughs> attack your manhood right. you know versus when a black woman, you know, they can attack me with rape threats and harming right. me. With black men, they don't they don't attack you attack with rape threats and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Which I mean, come on, dog. I had sex this morning. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, it's a waste of time. You out here trying to be a good person, right? Trying to support people, trying to be helpful. <laughs> what are you gay? Right. Right. <laughs> what, 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 what is this what? empathy thing, man? Empathy. Yeah. Ain't, that, that's not men do. We don't. We ain't empathetic. Right, I don't even be, the thing is, I I don't even be feeling like good after, you know, like it's not, I only feel bad because I'll be like, damn, people are fucked up. Like I never feel like, "Mm, I showed the internet today, guys. Give me a gold star. Like I fucking, woo, high five everybody. Like I always end up logging off like the world is terrible and we should really not have exist anymore. Like let, let the comet hit and let's just start over. Cause obviously shit is fucked. Let's do control off delete. Yeah, like aliens need to invade. Can aliens can aliens invade so it can turn quick to like Independence Day and we can all come together and not see race? Cause it's it's really it's really we need a bigger threat to come together because apparently just it's not happening. Um speaking of which <laughs> Wait, what'd you that say? What'd was the you unrealistic say? part about that volcano movie with uh, Tommy Lee Jones was the idea that one volcano and some ash was going to make everyone come together and not see race. That wasn't the LA. unrealistic part. The unrealistic part is the fact that ash would just rain on people like snow and they wouldn't burn up instantly. That was <laughs> the unrealistic part. That was more realistic than the race thing. <laughs> mm. And what's funny is that 
i do feel like that was more realistic because years later we have a whole segment of youtube that's full of people covered in ash and they flourishing so <laughs> we, oh, i mean <laughs> they was ahead of time okay they was ahead of their time uh <laughs> uh let's all right let's talk about some oh wait there's one more thing related to this inauguration jennifer holiday was like i'm i'm about to go and uh go sing at trump's inauguration and uh she will no longer be going to sing at his inauguration okay she, she I, pulled out i know i might be ignorant but have i heard anything from jen who is jennifer holiday um yeah okay yeah. okay and the thing the thing with jennifer holiday that that i find funny is like she's really exercising the right to pull out because that's all women are gonna be able to use for the only method <laughs> the next four years after republicans get done the only, it's honey, just the pull out method honey, that's the it the only method honey you're gonna be like you have to be abstinent be like nah don't i, I know i can't get pregnant oh i'm I, everything i fuck gonna be plug in the wall or d battery if you ain't one of them objects we ain't fucking she released a statement <laughs> My only choice must now be to stand with the LGBT community and to state unequivocally that I will not perform for the welcome concert or for any of the inauguration festivities. Please know that I hear you and I feel your pain. The LGBT community was mostly responsible for birth of my career and I am deeply indebted to you. You have loved me faithfully and unconditionally and for so many years you provided me with work even though my star had long since faded um yeah because she she was like yeah i do it then they, then somebody was like hey girl hey i know you old and you don't keep a top on you know keep keep a track of everything um but you don't want to do that and she was like oh no no i don't want to do that my bad my bad i ain't trying to fuck my money up i'm a little interested in I, knowing why like was it really the lgbt or was it that niggas was like don't you do that <laughs> i feel like somebody pulled her coattail and was like jennifer Mm. you don't need these problems okay i'd like to show you the demographics of your sales (laughs) Uh, (laughs) this is your main constituency and this is what they think of this guy um and i'm gonna hold up a zero for how much money you're gonna make if you do this (laughs) yo majory majory harvey was like and i got one more phone call to make steve (laughs) hold on put on three-way yeah let me put let me put jennifer on three-way girl what's wrong with you you better not you want to go on vacation with us do you want to go on vacation with us like if if it was me and i knew where i fell on the totem pole of stardom at this point in my life and i felt like they got to me like on the list of people they had gotten to me i would already know something's wrong look there's a reason three doors down and the best uh springsteen cover band (laughs) on the top performers right now and the rockets are allowed to get out like Mm. if you don't want to perform you don't have to like that's that's where we've gotten to at this point yeah i bet you she probably got that i'm sorry that call from uh tom during the morning show was like hey girl we had you booked on our 2019 cruise we gonna cancel that shit Mm -hmm. you right (laughs) you right yeah, because Tom Jones them do that every year. Them people come America's Got Talent a couple years ago, the little opera singing girl. Yeah. The little, the little blonde girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They he... got her to sing. Like, <laughs> that, this is going to be the saddest inauguration. Toby Keith, probably. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he are, I, I knew it was going to be whack when he started talking about we're just gonna do a very like solemn you know big we don't want to make a big show of it and i was like oh you mean nobody took your calls got it 
Right. Yeah. That racist white guy who doesn't get to do the Monday night football opening anymore. Oh, Bo oh, Cephas. Yeah, that dude that lost his yeah. job. Yeah. I was going to be like, Toby Keith probably going to be there. You know, <laughs> like a lot of them, a lot of them motherfuckers going to can't wait. You going to have to hell at, uh, you know, so, yo, you know, I just realized what happened to the, what happened to all the black people that was like on his dick during the campaign? Is he not rewarding any of them? No. Uh, no. Diamond and that other one. Uh, I keep forgetting. Um, that. Diamond and Silk, freaking frack. Yeah, Di- Diamond and Silk. Are they gonna get to come? Oh. They're not going. Wow. They ain't get no tickets. They ain't get invited, oh. or they just can't afford to make it out there. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably yes to both. He was like, "Here's your ticket, but I ain't flying you." I honestly hope they're just character actors, and they're gonna release a book later because I don't know what the fuck those women are thinking. Like Thanksgiving must be so fucked up. Yeah, they ain't getting no white people money. Like maybe that's wigs and prosthetics and shit, and then like in real life they just go to regular ass work, but then they gotta make their diamond and silk money, so they hit get in the character. Ah, you know, put on the fake ass weave and, and do what they gotta do. I don't know, I don't know. Y'all tell me, but um, even if you got black, even if you have, that's the thing. It's like even if you black and you want to step and fetch it up for the for the audience. It's never gonna be as palatable as say Tammy, what's her name? Exactly. Because Yo. they threw Stacey Dash off the bus for cussing on camera. That was that was the mark. That was just like okay, listen, we, we've used what we needed, and now we're gonna get rid of her. Or like the chick who can't cook chicken. GOP yep. black chick who got muscled out by Stacey Dash. Yes. Stacey Dash got thrown overboard. Yes. And now we got Diamond and Silky, and Amarosa probably is the one who got them. Like, wait. I've been here longer. I lost more family and friends. You are not doing this to me. Yeah, GLP. Uh, I'm going to write a tell-all book, though, I remember uh, on Twitter, GLP Whack Chicken was fucking arguing uh, uh, and talking about how it's racist that uh how republicans can be racist and shit and people were like, mm, welcome back to the fold. It's about time. I said, yeah, 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 calm down, y'all. Let's see where this is going, because I'm pretty sure she's just mad that she didn't get on TV. Right. Like, I, I just want, why can't my anti-blackness get first bidden? Like, I put in the time of hating my people. Like, that's I all. I was invited to the Phantom of Unions or the cookouts, y'all. I come on now. I sacrificed. Right. That's all that shit was. And, yeah, it's, I, I, it was funny, because I said, uh, even after that meeting with Trump, um, Steve Harvey won't have Diamond and Silk on his TV show, because that would end up helping black women, and he can't do that. <laughs> can't can't hurt his brand like that let some black women get ahead oh man uh let's see what else is happening in the news um ringland brothers circus is closing after 146 years mm-hmm. so uh, i guess people stopped going yeah uh and I, we talked about this uh i think yesterday yesterday the thing about the circus is that I and I had a feeling of this because I read that particular article. Um, and once they uh stopped doing elephants, sales tanked because you know, as time went on, you have a lot of PETA animal rights people that came and was like, We don't like the way you're treating elephants, you're mistreating elephants, but it was the biggest attraction. And so you have a, a small percentage of people that was like, I'm not going. But most people was like, oh, I come from the elephants. I don't want to see no tigers and no bears. I want to see elephants. They took away the elephants and people stopped coming. Yep. And the tickets got ridiculously expensive. Well, if people aren't coming. You almost the black circus. 
Yeah. I go to the Universal Circus. That, mm. was, that was my circus. They still they still in business. Yeah, I've never they been. Are. Yeah, I've never been before, but everybody says it. it they, a lot of people That's say better. it is actually better. A lot yeah. of them says you it. should yeah. go. I've been. Before. You should go. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Just just on that support black business. <laughs> I mean, listen. If I want to see black clowns, I will just continue to watch Steve Harvey show and support. <laughs> what? I'm just gonna keep watching Trump Towers live feed and see who goes to show up. Um. Natalie Portman revealed that. Oh wait, this is white people news. What is this doing here? <laughs> you know how I got in that segment. Oh, like Natalie Portman. I think she's an actress. You know me. Yeah, that's my girls. bad. That's my bad. Uh, Birdman and Cash Money allegedly hid millions in profits from uh, from Drake. Shocking. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. Well, underneath the bed, how they hid the millions? Uh, he's being sued. Uh, he's allegedly on the hook for fifty-one million dollars. And withheld, ca- <laughs> withheld cash and profits with Lil Wayne, but now another company is accusing him of doing the same with Drake. Yeah, that's why they fell Can out. Imagine fifty million dollars missing that you didn't know about. Man. What? Yeah, you gonna hear from me too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'm be I'm be like the bill collector. I'm gonna call your ass every. I want every dime, every motherfucking day. Yes, it's me again. It's me. Yeah. Uh huh. It's me. I call back another hey. album. He's supposed to be getting audited from all the Little Wayne stuff, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna, Think so. So when is Drake's bus mysteriously going to get shot up? Um, I don't know, because I don't feel like Drake's about that life at all. <laughs> he's not. No. He's not. no. The suit would be dropped in that case, like... Yeah. Like, he's not. I got enough money. He's not it's living. Fine. No. No. Like, they, like, Lil Wayne shit got shot up, and he was like, I still want my money. I'm like, nigga, what? Y'all can have it. Y'all catch me? I'll be in a cubicle with my face having them tattoos on it. Lil I wouldn't Wayne even said, care. I still want my money, and now I'm insulted because you tried to kill me. Right? Lil Wayne in the hood, New Orleans. This ain't the first time you've been shot at. Cash money, take whatever. Nine, I want nine, my nine, money. Right? <laughs> Drake. No, Drake will be rolling around in a wheelchair like Jimmy. Like I just, <laughs> I don't want to fight. I just want to go. I feel like it'll be like. Can uh, we all just get along? But I get to be that one scene. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Where uh, they start shooting and Keenan Ivory Wayne is walking around talking about they shooting, they shooting. Like, <laughs> like I feel like that'll be drinking the shootout because I don't think he's about that life on any level. Um, he keeps adopting places. Like he was, he was adopted Houston for a while. He's adopted the islands. He just adopts places. Right. Yeah. That's true. With street credibility. <laughs> that is true. As needed. As needed only. Uh, the Stacy Francis gets very raunchy and shares the details of a year with Wesley Snipes. You know, who? I don't know who this who? woman is. Stacy Francis. Mm-mm. Uh, she's um. Oh wait, I can put a picture up. Okay, cause you, yeah. you know me. What color is she? she she's black. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this will be in white people news if it. I mean, if she wasn't black, I mean, come on. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I know. I do remember rumors about like. Uh, remember, I don't know if y'all remember this, but y'all remember rumors where people were like uh, Wesley Snipes only had sex with Asian women or some shit like that. And y'all remember those rumors? No, just I, me. I, I do remember hearing something I feel like, like that. I like, remember something that he only like white women or something. Yeah, it was like Asian women or docile or some shit. I don't know if it was if he. This was back before the internet, kids. This was back when like someone would just come to school and be like, "Did you watch Oprah?" Because that's what they said, you know. I know. Re- refresh, baby. You're lagging. Oh, okay actually let me go to the next session then. okay he gonna go to the next yeah it session. won't it won't cut them off they're on skype 
but yeah, this might take a minute behind the scenes. But yeah, I just remember those um those discussions, but that was back before we had like verifiable information. It'd just be like, you know, Wesley Snipes said Tommy Hill figure races, and you like, for real? Yep, saw it on ah! saw it on Ricky Lake. You're like, oh, okay. Well, oh, Ricky. It must have happened. Ricky Lake. <laughs> she tried she tried, she tried to have a little comeback a few years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones used to yes, be Yes, Jenny. Jenny Jones used to be my joint. After okay. school, what you talking about? Yeah, mine was Ricky. And them geek to sheep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, mine was mine was ricky late because um ricky always felt like she was out of control of her audience like she just like she never felt in control of what was happening on the stage and for some <laughs> for some reason that just that just made it so much better uh karen it's completely frozen on my end let me close i'm just gonna close it oh, and no try to come back in yeah no problem. I, I think the the thing uh i love the most about the talk shine tv show thing the only people that well the only person that survived was jerry jerry maury jerry and maury and and, and maury yeah Yeah. it's about fighting and uh shawanda we want to see after your 15th time on here did we find a real baby daddy yeah no we did not (laughs) we'll be back next season like you know you old baby that's his baby. Look at the baby earlobes. They got the same earlobes. <laughs> and the audience, oh, the one where the the audience always is on the mom side too, because they be like, "Oh, he do. Mm, take care of your kids. That ain't my kids. That ain't my baby. Boo, boo. Like really be going in. Like they are one hundred with the cousins where both kids weren't his. That yeah, was that, that was, was so bad. great. Yeah, that that's so great. <laughs> That's the thing. That audience will flip on a woman so fast when the results come back. Yeah. They give you the benefit of the doubt in the beginning, but don't don't make me as an audience member. Don't play me for the fool now. Right? I came out here to cheer for you and booed this man, and next hey, you know, hey, baby, I ain't saw with nobody else. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga hit that. to be the cameraman backstage. He got to run all <laughs> over the place with that doggone camera. Right. Meanwhile, they hit. He hit that slow bop, like kind of jog after her. Like, yeah, let's find her. They be locked all the doors. People be standing in front of doors so you can't get out. And they come yep. through. Like, yeah. So, uh, what what are you, what's going through your mind right now? All the curl up in the fetal out. position backstage. Yeah. Yes. Don't run out. I feel like you just get up, walk away calmly, walk out the back door, and just keep walking. Like, don't even, don't scream, don't run, don't do nothing. Just walk. I'm just walking out. Just leave it. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not, and, that's just it. And the thing about Jerry, when Jerry Springer, Fred Fresh came out, I was in college, and this is when they used to really just let them fight. So yeah. uh, back in the day, everybody would, like, in their classes, and everybody would, like, hover in like one or two rooms and sit and like literally watch them brawl and you know <laughs> once you got the bouncers involved it wasn't as good no more but when they was like bitch I told you that's my ma- that ain't your baby I told you that ain't your baby bitch yes that is his ba- can't you see by the color of them eyes and the way the baby nose flares I'm a thousand percent sure and then they bring their family and their friends out there yeah I was here for yeah. all of that yeah <laughs> The other, the, the other, the other thing I remember from that time too is, um, that's also back when they used to be like, we're gonna bring on this dude and he's a white supremacist. And then they would be like, 
the white supremacists would be out there he would talk about like i hate niggers and you know i hate i hate the gay people and i have this that and the other and then like one by one jerry would just bring out the people he was talking shit about but like well we also got some black panthers here um and we thought that <laughs> they would come out on stage and they would just like come out on stage and like fucking like spear that dude you know what i mean like just tackle <laughs> the, like it wasn't even a discussion where they came out was like it was just like they would let that dude say the most vile hateful shit of like all black people stink and i hate them in the niggers and it's like all right and we just bring out some uh the hbcu marching band for howard and then just beat the <laughs> fuck out that dude with all oh, the instruments oh my god and then oh, after the fight what was so wild is after the fight they would still sit on stage together like they would like they would fight go to commercial come back and it's just motherfuckers bleeding on stage breathing real hard and then they say like two more sentences and fight because jerry be like now Deshaun, what did you think about Cletus's early comments? Well, I think I think he a racist ass cracker, and I fuck him up. That's what I think, Jerry. And then the motherfucking other dude be like, "Well, listen, I just think you people need to get off welfare." Oh, oh, that's it. And they fight again. Like, oh, I missed that part of TV, man. Mm. Well, we're back. We'll, 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 we'll never, we'll never get that magic back again. Yeah, we're back. Once they start suing niggas, it was it was a wrap for that kind of talk show. There, there, there was a special episode of Jerry Springer that actually brought out the, a KKK dude with some black Israelites, and oh. it was so it was so magical because he was sitting there in his full clan regalia, had the robe, and he was just like white power, white power. They came out. One dude gave him the quick one-two. He was on the ground. They just stopped. They just got to stomping, and I was just like, "This is magical." <laughs> This is what once Jenny Jones got sued because like a nigga got killed, it was a wrap. Like it like all the fun was over because who couldn't imagine that it wasn't real people no more and shit. Yeah. You know. You, you know, uh something even better. I don't know if y'all watch this, but me and Roger's one of our, our favorite shows of all times is Cheetahs. Mm. And Oh, when the dude got stabbed. Yes. yes. We we watched the episode. I got that on D V D. We watched the episode when it aired because we used to love it. And me and Roger watched that because for those of you who don't know about cheaters, it would be somebody would write them a letter talking about, I think my spouse or significant other, you know, is cheating on me. And they would do investigation, go follow them and shit like that. And then they would come back to them and show them. And they would be like at their height of their madness. And they were like, we know you're emotional, but would you like to let's, confront them? Let's go confront them. Right. Yes. Cause, and it right. was in like Texas right like motherfuckers yeah, no it was in i know somebody that was on the show it was in dallas yeah the show was set in dallas oh there was, was one watching the show like oh snap they on greenville avenue yo that was one episode where they rolled up on a nigga and he just pulled a gun out and they had to like they was like and when we come back the confrontation <laughs> down and then when they came up on him man nigga was like well then fuck it man you want to talk and it was like whoa whoa go 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 man let's go let's go they got the fuck out of there because it was because it was real they had to, and they started making it fake too after a while because you know it obviously it was not safe after he got stabbed mm. yeah and that, i don't know if y'all ever watched the spanish version Mm-mm, they got spanish, spanish version? version y'all never watched the kratos no oh, no what was that i need to get on this I don't oh speak Spanish. Goodness. It's cheaters in Spanish. You don't have to. I don't either. It's universal. It's, it's cheaters mm. in Spanish. Mm, and like... it's the most wonderful thing ever. Because you don't even need to speak the language. Damn. You can just go with everything that's happening on the camera. And you can tell everything that's happening. 
all time. I don't know if they show it other places. Maybe it's just because it's Texas. But mm. I promise y'all, Secretos. I used to watch me some Secretos all the time. Well, all I know is <laughs> shit now. Uh, that episode where Joey Greco got stabbed on that boat was top five funniest things ever happened on a reality show. Ever. Well, like, he be instigating. Do you want to tell her why you've been cheating on her and she's been home with your kids for he, the past? He really years? be like the most annoying ass friend of the person getting <laughs> cheated on. Cause you know, it's like that, like, and the, sometimes the people do like, baby, please, can we just talk away from the cameras? Can we just talk? I don't want to talk to him. I don't know him. He's like, no, sir, you're going to talk to us right now. You're going to explain exactly what happened. I'm like, okay, nigga, when he punch you, you in your you face. Owe her an explanation? Yo, and when he first started doing it, he had like no security. Like, that's why he got stabbed. <laughs> Going out there with a fucking boom mic and one camera told him you ain't getting stabbed. Nigga, of course you got stabbed. And then who, who was his boy that would always get him the news? Gomez. Gomez. The thing yeah. about Gomez, we never saw Gomez's face, y'all. Never. Gomez's face was always <laughs> pixelated out. Cause Gomez probably lived in Texas and had yeah. another job. He was like, I can't people. If, yeah. you, if you knew who Gomez was, you know you when you want cheaters, right? I know motherfuckers was looking around for a random Latino man at all, all times when they was a day side chick. Like, hold on, hold good on. Luck. Who, who's good that? luck. This is Dallas. <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have fun with that. Yeah, exactly. That's a, but you know they had to be paranoid. <laughs> up at ihop like look at that who's that dude by himself why you got a hat on why you got a hat on up at fb's doing a two for 20 he ain't even order nothing oh shit they, i'm getting my feeling i'm getting that feeling baby we gotta get out of here but yeah that was that was the best man that was my favorite show for a long time um then they, it got somehow stopped coming on here even though it didn't get canceled right and then they had like another dude and he wasn't as good the yeah when joey got stra- stabbed <laughs> joey greco got stabbed and they tried to keep the show going that's so crazy it was like i I think he was just like the producer and he just they he was not as good as joey he couldn't ask the right question no he was terrible because like part of the reason joey greco was good is because he was willing to get stabbed like he was willing to get stabbed during any confrontation and the other dude had that fear in his heart man he was just like well sir can you okay you don't want to explain okay well let's go guys i'm like nigga that's what are you doing (laughs) like you gotta probe this motherfucker man get get in there. there yeah oh it was now, so annoying. you gotta walk in with the confidence of max and me that i won't be shot going up to this house listen <laughs> i at, post post stabbing post stabbing when greco got back there were multiple conversations where he told the security to let a person go nigga never never <laughs> ever 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 his job. i did not hire you big football professional rejects to fucking stand around <laughs> grab that nigga so i don't get stabbed man he was like no let him go let him go now what are you gonna say tyrell i'm like god damn for real <laughs> and they really would it's like the audacity of it would make the people be like man well i'm i'm just look man she been distance since we had the baby okay i'm like damn it's working it's working white man, white man magic you cheating yeah. how you gonna put me on cheating right yeah <laughs> I can't believe you would do this to us. You had to hire somebody <laughs> to find out that I was cheating. Oh, and he used to always have a part with us. You put it on TV. Right. I hit it because I care about you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you, now the kids gonna know. Yo, it would it would be crazy because like the other thing they would do is they would be like, um, the the person that was confronting the cheater. I used to always get so mad when they would fight the person they were cheating with. 
because i'm like no no ask that nigga some questions and it's like and then when they start fighting the other person i'm like and that's why you got cheated on damn i see now you ah! you can't keep your eye on the prize you done sat in the car and cried to, to joey the whole time and said you want to confront the person and then you wasted your confrontation fighting this other chick or this other dude although see the episode where they the, they went to confront the guy and he was like ha, the guy was like having sex with a uh dominatrix yes guest. in the hotel the goat in the house. and the goat was it yes was like a whole bunch of stuff going on in there that's that's that was the part where i went okay now y'all started faking it okay because like they, the, the scenarios are getting too outlandish you know what i mean i was like nigga a goat though for real for real the goat ran out the door nigga. Yeah. if that's what you're really doing there's not really a question as to why you're cheating like, yeah oh, no okay yeah oh we get it all right let's go don't back it all up yeah, yeah. You know, i, I would i would have loved an episode or two where the person opted not to confront them that would have been funny as fuck he's <laughs> <laughs> like all right well we know where he's at he's at the carnival right now and he's with her would you like to confront him no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, I knew. I knew he was cheating. It's cool. I yeah, I just wanted to know. I'm not going to leave him. I mean, we all know how this goes, ah! story. Oh, and then my favorite part is after, we are such a tangent. I don't know. My favorite part <laughs> is when, um, after the, after the conversation, when they come back and catch up with the motherfuckers with that green screen behind them, sitting in a chair. <laughs> and they be like, uh, what? And it, it's, it always works two ways. Like, one, they had a person that got cheated on and that person really sits there and they're like well after the confrontation we went back and he left me and you know we're now i'm divorced and i'm living by myself uh and you know i'm i had to move in with my mom or whatever right and then they be like the other dude they be like we reached out to laron for a comment but he was unwilling to respond. Right. And they just show a clip of him like looking at the cheetah's cameras like, man, get the fuck out my face. And then they got the, <laughs> then the credits come on. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Catfish was way better at getting a response back from yeah. the people. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's because catfish be humanizing them niggas. Like catfish really be making it seem like they not that bad. Like you know, even Max for for all their flaws or whatnot. Like they really will be like. Well, well, why did you do it for Mel? And then it's like, <laughs> when I was six, I got into a car wreck accident, and they told me I would never walk again. And <laughs> I was on the internet for a long time because I was always in the hospital. And by the time you be like, well, damn, I mean, I guess that is fucked up. And I see what you're saying, bro. I hope you okay. And so that when it's time for the recap or whatever at the end, they be like, well, you know, I'm doing good. You know, I started Weight Watchers. I'm in school now. Like they have positive <laughs> shit. <laughs> that happened in their life i feel like joey greco confront you like the next day like so what happened and it's just like well he left and da, 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 da. and then the other person like get the fuck out my face joey no I'm, he expressed sorrow for cheating on her but neve, not really neve tries to humanize my catfish i've seen max ready to fight a no. few people max has yeah, max is not here for your bs nah. max, max gives no fuck max is like come on tell the truth you know this is some bullshit dog max face when they be explaining why they fucked up it'd be so priceless because he, he, be, he be looking at me like you hear this shit dog for real you so you really just gonna eat this up okay okay I guess I'm crazy. Everyone's screw them, friend. Like, you don't need them. You're better than this. F them. They ain't that cute. Right. Like, it's Max. He's just, meanwhile, Max just holding the camera, looking at him like, I can't believe y'all eating this shit up. Like, everybody's insecure sometimes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But then you said you were pregnant. 
think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's so good. He will and not let you. Said you said your mom died. Right. You said you had cancer, and then you said you was kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're trying to say, but didn't that all go out the window when you borrowed a hundred dollars from him and didn't pay him back? And then the, the person getting cheated. I mean, the person getting catfish be like, "Oh yeah, that is right. Honey. Well, my hundred dollars, dog. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm still mad." <laughs> Turns out this is not too much. Oh man, there's a great episode of Catfish um, with uh, the dude was getting catfished, and his big sister knew he was getting catfished. She was like, "Yeah, you know, we gonna roll up to the house of a shore. What's what?" They walk up the driveway, and the girl catfishing him walks out, and she takes a step back, like, mm, "I don't think I was prepared for the for these problems. I'm not. <laughs> no, we're, we're not going to do this. What's up? I heard you wanted to fight." nah yeah nah, i'm good ah! nope <laughs> yeah catfish is amazing dog that's an amazing show i i uh i catch it every once in a while now but I, like i just don't know how niggas still get catfish in 2016 2017 like you know now like you no, know they said their camera didn't work on their phone so they couldn't video chat and then they don't have a computer and then they don't um really want to talk on the phone because they don't have a lot of money i realize that this is bull but <laughs> i liked the fantasy and i didn't want to let that go so i'm just gonna pretend i didn't realize this was obviously a bunch of bs he it's said two years and i've never seen yeah. them before. well that yeah. and the latest episodes are all like I know I was being catfished. I figured that out, but now I want to meet them and right. find out why. Max and Neve, can you help me? Yeah, that should be like, uh, oh yeah, uh, we talked on Skype one time, but the lights was off because he said he, he had migraines <laughs> and the sensitivity to light was too much. So, and then his internet cut out. So we had, you know, he just went back to texting. I'm like, and then, and then the thing is, I can't really feel bad for the people because everybody that they be like, yeah, you know, this person I'm in love with, they just be a dime. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be the finest motherfuckers on earth. A supermodel, you'd be like, what? Yeah, it'd be the finest, like, the top 1% of fine people on the earth. And they'd be like, we're in love. We talked three times. I'm like, nigga, no, you're not. You want to fuck. I'm really talking to Katy Perry. No, that song was about me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. I felt so bad for him. Idiot. He thought he was talking to Katy Perry for like two years. Yeah, they yeah, bought Katy Perry on. She was like, "Well, baby, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know you. Never met you. I wish you the best of luck." Uh, he had a ring. He had yeah. like his grandmother's ring, like reset for the chick. You know, how, you know, you know how I know that I'm fucked oh, up though. Roots? Yeah, that was sad. You know how I know his family was like, no. You know how I know <laughs> I, I'm kind of fucked up though. Cause like you ever see like where the person get the obviously the person being catfishing a lot of times is like okay like they're not like normally that's and that's the reason they're really going out of their way for this person like they they look okay they're not terrible looking like they're not great looking but they're okay and they got some problems in their life too and which is why they had this like internet relationship with this person they don't know and they put all this on the line and then like when you find the real catfish and you see who they really are they got problems and they look okay sometimes and i really be like y'all should try to make it work like like i'll be like got a relationship this long you know like who are you to really judge yeah like oh you only liked him when he was denzel come on now now you being shallow you shouldn't have brought me into your relationship well still the greatest slash worst episode was the one where the white girl with the kid and was getting cat thought she was being catfished 
and her best friend or their oh. best guy friend who was clearly friend zone yeah was rolling with her like all right it's gonna be turn out to be a catfish it's gonna be some overweight uh black woman who's really been doing this and then i'm gonna swoop in she's finally gonna love me and the phone was registered to an old black man he's like yes this is mm-hmm. it i'm in there they open up the door it's the white dude she thought she was talking yep. to. yep and they was in love they was the kid with him while they went on a date you just saw his face break and they was in shatter like how he was thinking he was gonna pick up them pieces and nope it did not work you should have known it wasn't gonna be you because the kid ain't yours nope right but you out there taking care of the kid being the best friend all this stuff my favorite yeah (laughs) you said talking to this dude uh, and fell in love over the internet you right there you taking care of the kid. You helping her out with the baby. You doing all this stuff for her. And she talking to a dude on the internet that she it don't even so know is real. And so you should have known that it was never going to be you, dog. My favorite. My favorite episode is Rod and uh, I think it was Ebony. Yes, we had Ebony on on uh, Medium Talk. Yeah, yeah, I interviewed Ebony, man. That, but that was my favorite one when uh, the dude worked at like <laughs> he worked at like Popeyes or some shit or some restaurant. Um, and uh, he got catfished by Ebony because she he thought he actually thought Ebony had a penis. Um, oh, I remember that And then one. she and she he met her and she was exactly how she looked. Right. She was fine as fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she had her own house, and she was willing to kind of be like look around the fact that he was working this bullshit job, and he just couldn't bring himself to date her because she ain't have no dick, man. I was yeah. so hurt, man. I was like, she perfect, man. Just. Can't she put on like a, like a strap on or something? Can't y'all make it work? Ah! And he's like, no. he was trying to ease himself into like it was very clear he was he was dealing with his own issues yeah. revolving around admitting that he uh, was either you need that dick, or man, homosexual or something. And he thought, all right, she's trans. This will work. Right. It's gonna, and then nope, nope. And he, like, told his friends everything, like, he went through all the steps where I was like, well, you know what, dog, you must really like her. Because the way he told his friends was on some, like, well, look, man, she's trans and she's pre-op, so, you know, and the dude was like, you know what, man, if you love her, then you love her. And I was like, well, damn, he seems to reluctantly say, like, this is, you know, like, he made it sound like I'm willing to deal with this because I love her so much, so... I'm willing to sacrifice and, 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 you know, I don't want to, you know, like ideally I would like to just be dating a woman, but I like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, when she was like, well, I am, you know, I, I don't, there's no operation. I'm a hundred percent woman. I'm yeah. 100%, and then he was like, oh no, 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 no. I really did like that dick. I was lying. Yeah. That, that, that compromise, it wasn't no compromise. Uh, I would not compromise on not having some dick. Uh, it well, was. You've had to pull her aside, like, "Hey, look, you've been here. You've had to go through your own sexual mm-hmm. discovery, learn about yourself. Can you please have, look? He's clearly, right. clearly, he needs your help right now. Uh, Can you please talk to him?" He was hurt, man. He was in that car, sad, yes. pouting like a motherfucker. Like she ain't got that dick, dog. We can go back home now. Let's go, Neve. Get back in the car, <laughs> bro. Like they, they could not understand it because he just. Well, I just think he was, like you say, he was trying to figure it out himself. And I think he was 
pretty much lying the whole time yep so yeah uh all right guys <laughs> we have gotten on a huge tangent anyway some some woman fucked uh wesley pipe wesley snipes back in the day wesley pipes uh wow. that actually yeah, that actually would have been okay, interesting so you did say that i thought i was tripping i'm like did my brain just do a freudian thing did i okay no that's what i do uh uh yeah so she said um what was her name stacy francis uh she said that uh she took a hip, uh, trip down memory lane she's clearly uh, uh she's cl- currently on celebrity big brother house um and she decided to discuss uh you know her um wesley snipes sex she said he had the biggest penis i have ever seen in my life ever uh <laughs> was he that in that mendingo white. category did you find on the porn sites and i told her, i said that's not a category you just it, made that up it's not <laughs> i i know my porn sir Google Mandingo <laughs> Dick, they pop up. I that's did a, not make that category up. I, I, it's a whole category out there with black men with Mandingo dicks. I think you're talking about the porn star Mandingo. No, no. Know. it's The category is Mandingo. Oh, so if I go to X Hamster right now. And you type in Mandingo, you can get a whole genre of Mandingo dicks. It ain't just one person, and most of them are like nine, ten inches in the booth. Right. Okay. All right. You would I know. know my porn category, sir. I mean, you would know your, that better than me. I'll say that much. Um, I've never been to like, the Mandingo There might be some section. things that you might know better than me, but I know my, my dick, sir. Well, I'm on here right now, and it's in alphabetical order, and it's not on here. So I don't know what site you're on. Don't lie. Macedonian made Malaysian massage masturbation matures medical Mexican midgets. That's not a category, is what I'm saying. It is a category. You put in Mandingo, you don't get a bunch of videos that pop up with Mandingo. No, no, no. We. I'm not saying the videos don't exist. Because porn is racist. Right. I'm not. I feel like. I just want to clarify. I'm not saying the videos don't exist. I'm saying they don't officially put it as a category on their sites. Like, cuckold is a category. Uh, teen is a category. That's what I'm saying. They don't, they don't foul it that way in the fouling system. I'm not saying the videos don't exist. I absolutely know the videos exist. Yeah. Okay, okay. They call them something else. It'll okay. probably be called like Big Black Dicks or some shit. Okay, or... my my fault. I, I go. I must go a la carte because I Google Mandingo and I just straight what I want <laughs> yeah, to do. Right. This shit oh, got my. Big Cock. You know, like oh, it's my. not. Yeah, BBC. Yeah, honey, I've been doing it long enough. I'm like, fuck y'all searches. No. I'm gonna go specifically. White white people are way more tasteful than that with their racism. They don't call us niggers. They call us Ebony's, and they don't call us Mandingos. They say BBC. They they know what they doing okay so it's oh. like uh, the secret menu at starbucks yeah yes, it's like if you I order a menu it's like if you order a mcgang bang you know like it ain't gonna just come <laughs> out and, you can't just come out and say what it is Yeah, because i've been doing it long enough i was like look i ain't got time for y'all bullshit i know exactly what i want so i just google that in but there is a section for those out there that want to know it's called mendingo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't on the real site the, the the section if you're trying to look like y'all that. gonna find a whole lot of that one porn star named mandingo too so i mean it fits um at any rate <laughs> she was talking about wesley what do i care what, do I, what am i trying to cover this i'm trying to cover I this. that conversation i'm trying to cover this story for 20 minutes we've talked about everything but this woman or wesley snipes 
I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry, what's this? Possibly what's this? He, he got a mandingo dick. That's yeah. why we got him What's this nice has a big teen penis, everybody, okay? Let's move into some other things. Uh, I feel like we already did fucking with black people kind of start the show. <laughs> so I don't want to do that. Um, we could do white people news. Let's do it. You want to talk about these white people, everybody? Let's go. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, I do need to find a white people song. Uh, and the problem <laughs> with the problem with uh with uh skype is that you guys might not be able to hear it so when i when i play it um i'll just uh i'll play it and then you guys um uh i'll let you guys know when it's done playing if if that works for you guys um all right let me find some white people music how about um oh now good title wants to move slow this has been a terrible day uh all right let's see what white people be listening to um nope nope uh man all i listen to is black people music on title i gotta go to spotify just to find what these white folks listening to Mm-mm-mm. uh oh wait hold on i'll just search for some white people by name let's see bruce springsteen that dude isn't gonna have a, a cover band at the inauguration so it's gotta be white right um <laughs> gotta be making some white people music uh all right how about uh taking its time doing some thinking all right title uh-huh. it's just moving slow i don't know oh all right cool here we go um how about born in the usa that's pretty white be right back in a minute guys you got you probably won't hear it on uh, skype say thank you bruce uh all right let's get into these white people news guys uh apparently selena gomez and bella hadid got beef oh i know who selena who is bella hadid uh bella hadid i think used to date justin bieber or something in the weekend girlfriend the weekend and no because selena gomez was friends with the sister of the chick who used to date the weekend for like a year and a half and now he's dating selena gomez and so there's there's mm-hmm. issues uh-huh. okay mm-hmm. um so yeah they 
have uh have beef now and i mean that's only reasonable to to explain you know to expect i mean come on guys um now justin bieber's being classy about this he said he has no comment so uh what take that selena gomez because you couldn't stay out of justin bieber's business when he was dating that little chick and he had to quit tw- uh instagram because everybody's being so <laughs> negative being you- negative he was dating that young girl yeah but he had to quit but it wasn't her this is what i'm saying they had been had they thing and moved on okay yeah and then selena tried to shadily just pop back up like oh and that's what what if you can't take it then don't be putting your stuff on the internet and it's like girl this ain't your business move on but but you know what justin b was a classy guy okay this time he turned his hat to the ford and he's he's different he's grown up a christian and was like love me not guys Mm mm-hmm uh so yeah the 24 year old uh does not feel guilty about her hookup with the weekend because her ex bella hadid uh i mean his ex bella hadid is merely a distant acquaintance so she's like i didn't break the friend code we don't even know each other what are you talking about a oh, source told mariah carey i, I don't i don't know her i don't know her a source a source closer to the singer told the site that if selena felt she needed to uh the need to give bella a heads up she would have but didn't uh because the model just isn't a close friend Mm-hmm. and that you know what and you wouldn't have had to find out if you would have kept your mouth shut you ain't have to know that i don't that we don't that i don't like it for you i don't like you you don't have to do that uh it claimed the new couple started hanging out before the new year but weren't together for the celebrations the insider added that they are not yet that serious but even if they are bella is playing the victim card way too hard bella meanwhile seemed to be seeking comfort from her sister Gigi, as she uh was has been seen with the her wait heading to her new york city apartment during a snowstorm on saturday bella tried to go incognito in a black leather cap and sunglasses just hours earlier Gigi modeled a smart jumpsuit as she was seen entering the same building uh, with her mother yolanda foster uh bella kept warm in the black high neck crop top paired with a color block set of white and black trousers i love the descriptions honey you you would get the descriptions the balmanian beauty layered her look over a long coat which helped shield her from the frosty weather the brunette 20 completed her look with a pair of shades dropped earring drop earrings and a baseball cap trainers and a purse prior to bella's arrival Gigi and young uh, gg and mom yolanda headed into the apartment Gigi displayed her slender lean frame in a black jumpsuit lined with white trim mm. mm-hmm. not that white trim dog yeah much like uh justin bieber's sexual history lined with white trim ah, ah! <laughs> um let's see uh <laughs> anyway they got it's they got they got instagram beef i think she even went on instagram i'm trying to see if she ah uh, shit now I, I, I thought she did but maybe she didn't the vote cover star accessorized with a trendy nah, nah, nah. okay they was wearing clothes they was walking yeah i don't i guess they don't have an instagram update yet maybe we'll get to it tomorrow but yeah i'm pretty sure she posted something on instagram about it. shouldn't be taking no pictures together um so yeah bella bella id and selena gomez don't see it for each other right now um selena's racking up quite the um you know quite quite the uh bevy of bows there man like i see you girl i ain't mad got a type let me explain why i don't think i could 
I'd be scared to date the weekend. <laughs> right? With that hell. We uh, wash away? He cut his hair. Good. I'm glad he, he cut that ocean front. He cut the hair. I was like, his his music, I feel like it's the I'm so I'm so wrapped up in the sex and the drugs, but I love the sex and the drugs, but I kind of have a little bit of self loathing about the sex and the drugs. And and that gets, you know, 300 million views it's so tough being so good at drugs and sex did i mention all the drugs and sex yeah he um scares me because he has like the soft tenor of like michael jackson at times but then the lyrical content of rick james and like ah like you can't have both of those bro you can't be like soft and sensual while also being like bitch you should have coming back on thursday i'm like nigga this sound abusive <laughs> y'all been listening to this y'all been letting this slide out there canada come on y'all y'all canada definitely between him and drake canada definitely got like fuck boys all the way down to a science well drake discovered the weekend I, yeah. I, it makes sense to me it makes sense to me they both on that same like i'm abusive but i'm really the victim type shit <laughs> Just because I cheated on you, I can't believe you stopped fucking with me. You know, Ugh. why'd you leave? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. as much as much of a Bob Hotline bling is. Like when you listen to it, you're like, oh, holy shit, Drake. She's just trying to have a life outside of you. Oh, right. oh, she's not allowed. Right. right. I mean, it do go hard, but if you listen, ever since I left the city, you nigga, you left the city, right? You, what are you mad about? You went out of town, I'm so life. I'm surprised. Right, right. I you went to the club, going outside and stuff. I don't know any of them, and I know every stripper in this city. Who are they? Yeah, ah! <laughs> I saw you on your Instagram smiling. Um, so Ashton Kusher uh, has responded to Natalie Portman's wage gap revelation with a supportive tweet. So proud of Natalie and all the women who stand up for closing the gender pay gap, he wrote, along with a link to her Mary Claire uh, UK interview because she was like, um, listen, I was in a movie where Ashton Kusher made three times what I was making. Mm. Mm-hmm um and she was like the movie was uh i think no strings attached i didn't go see it it was a 2011 rom-com which received mediocre reviews and had critics like roger ebert uh wonder why on earth portman would choose this project opposite this co-star um and yeah on top of that she was paid a third of what he made mm-hmm. so ain't that the lady from thor mm, yep yeah and black swan which I think Black Swan is probably what she's more popular for, famous for. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah she only she made a third. Yeah, she just kept making that Marvel money. She was like, I'm out. Marvel was like, okay, good. We gonna replace you and keep it pushing. Yeah, but I heard her say she want to come back because right, because she ain't making that money, and then Marvel don't take her back because she she wasn't the best part of the movie. All right. I'm sorry. That's Hot takes with Karen. Opinion. Hot takes with Karen, guys. All right. I mean, like honestly. I- if we get to keep Tessa Thompson, right. Natalie Portman can just sort of stay on that side. Right. Mm. He getting the brown love interest. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm black women here, a brown woman here. So I'm like, nah, you're good. You're, you're good. I would love to see Tessa Thompson talk some shit to Natalie Portman, though. That would be pretty funny. You know, I just, as long as, as long as they don't, as long as Natalie don't win, I guess. 
uh you know what i mean yeah yeah she's like look you can participate yeah like i got you can come back to the movie if you let tessa roast your ass for about two hours i'm okay with that right and her like bitch i can swing a sword i can punch a hole through a wall what can you do other than be smart right like what's all this science shit thor what's up with this uh is a superpower just like money is a superpower for batman Mm -hmm. love should have brought your ass to asgard last night <laughs> um let's see emma stone reveals that she has faced discrimination from directors as a woman in hollywood they've laughed at my joke and then given it to a male co-star she says mm. uh yep super bad star 28 confessed in her recent rolling stone interview that she made directors laugh in the past of her improvised scenes on set only to find her witty comments were later given to male co-stars to perform uh you know i can see that uh especially if it was like judd apatow because that nigga be writing all the women in his movies as like succubuses who hate fun so <laughs> i can see him being like that's a good line all right seth you say it you know what i mean <laughs> um talking about the disregard of her opinions and views on the set she explained there are times in the past making a movie when i've been told that i'm hindering the process by bringing up an opinion or an idea however she later added that many directors have actually praised her input but not let her take the credit for it she added there have been times when i'm improvised i mean when i've improvised and they lied to my jokes and gave it to a male star uh the easy a star also admitted she has never been afraid to express her opinions but she did not feel her characters would say certain lines or act in a certain way to once again be knocked back by male superiors and face the fallout the redhead continued or it's been me saying i really don't think this line is going to work and been told just say it just say it if it doesn't work we'll cut it out and they didn't cut it out and it really didn't work uh it is <laughs> It is not the first time she has criticized the discrimination against women in the movie industry and the pressures felt by actresses to perform in a certain way. Um, in an email sent to Vanity Fair earlier this year, the Academy Award nominee spoke of her friendship with Jennifer Lawrence and how she at first felt like she had to compare herself to her talent. She explained to the magazine there was definitely a time early on when I was like, oh, hey, my ego is going nuts. She's so great and talented. I'm screwed. I'll never work again. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Then I chilled the fuck out and remember we're completely different and there's room for everyone, even in an industry that doesn't really seem to support the idea up front. I'm sorry. Did she say that Jennifer Lawrence was great and wonderful and talented? And vibrant. Come on. That would be I'd start disregarding her opinion, too. Mm. <laughs> Hot take. Mm-mm-mm. He's shaking the table. <laughs> Despite her views on the flaw industry she resides in, the 28 year old star oozed confidence. She graced the front of the month's, this month's Rolling Stone. However, the actress also discussed her debilitating anxiety she suffered as a child and how she got through it by acting. In the interview, Emma des- uh, described what it was like to be just seven years old suffering from severe anxiety. I was convinced the house was burning down. She said I could sense it, a tightening in my chest, feel it, feeling I couldn't breathe, like the world was going to end. Um, damn, it's seven. That's some heavy shit, dog. Um, and she said to deal with that anxiety, she joined a youth theater group where she began to practice acting, sketch comedy, and improv, which could potentially be the reason behind why the likable actress has garnered such success in Hollywood today. You have to be president in improv, and that's the antith- that's the antithesis of anxiety the award-winning starlet divulged however emma has since rocketed to the heights of hollywood fame having overcome her nerve and endless blockbuster hits 
her latest is of course la la land mm-hmm. set for release in 2017 and it's already receiving oscar buzz after scoring winning reviews at its venice film festival debut oh yeah i saw it i thought it was all right uh at any rate good for you emma i hope you know hope everything's going well i hope they give you funny lines mm-hmm. and in you the was future. actually good in the the spider-man i know they're rebooting but mm-hmm. the, but the one prior to it i actually liked her as mary jane and that she does make a point about you know male directors wanting women her. characters to be seen in a certain mm-hmm. light so you know a lot of times they don't want the woman character to be funny nope and that's you know? why i love directors that actually make women funny and not like say not the quote-unquote yeah. Um, I come in, I suck all the fun. You can't you have any fun around me. The only time I'm around is to tell you you fucking up or you doing wrong or you know to suck the pa- power out of the room versus me being a, a fleshed out character. I could be funny, I could be smart, I could be witty, I could do fucked up shit too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree with all of her points except for J Law. Yeah, that <laughs> was has an Oscar and Glenn Close doesn't. I mean, you know, it's that thing where it's like. Uh, you were at work, so right. you know. Yeah. I, I wonder what she really believes because if she felt compelled to have to email in, you know, maybe some rumors came out. Maybe she's overcompensating, like whatever is yeah. going on. But you know, they gotta they they at work, man. You gotta be friends at work. Yeah. You know, that's my guess. Because I mean, I don't buy it either. Vibrant nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what role is she ever? Right, mop and her woman. Right. Yeah. What role? What role? All the roles she plays are mostly like stoic or whatever. Anyway, they love her, so she'll be doing fine. Oh yeah, she'll be doing fine. Yep. Uh, a lawyer for Sophia Vergaro hits out at X's lawsuit filed by couples embryos as something to keep himself in the public eye. So okay, that is a very I complex sentence. Yeah. But what happened is. Her ex-fiance has filed a right-to-live lawsuit on behalf of the embryos, Emma and Isabella. Yes, he has named them. Um, uh, because they had her embryos set aside just in case one day they want to get, you know, have children. Okay. And in the divorce, he wants, like, custody of the embryos, basically. Like, she don't want those to be destroyed. And Oh, he don't? Mm-mm. Okay. He 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 wants to. Oh yeah, you said she. That's why I was like, this, he does. So he don't want them to be destroyed. Yeah, he don't want them to okay. be destroyed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they uh the law the lawyer for her says the right to live lawsuit filed by her ex fiance on behalf of the embryos Emma and Isabella is a cynical attempt to garner public sympathy in the ongoing feud over the actress's fertilized eggs. Mm-hmm. Yo, I can't like that is amazing. We're at a point where. I mean, one, you could have a fertilized egg and, you know, do in vitro stuff. That's amazing. Like, scientifically, that's so dope. Yeah. But you can get divorced and a nigga be like, them my eggs. Mm-mm. Right. You can't, you can't, uh-uh. Them, we play eggs. My sperm is in them eggs. And I'm putting them eggs in some women and having some kids. Right. So is, is he going to go for child support? Yeah, that was, that was my question. Yeah. I feel Once like this born. might be a ploy for that. Me too. Me if too. It, let me tell you something. Now, as much as I find that this is uh, definitely against her bodily autonomy, that nigga finds a way to get child support out of this. He just went into the side chick hall of fame right away. Yeah, he wins. <laughs> First ballot. First ballot. He, I, that, yeah. that, that's, that, he would pass up uh, 
and we got some good people in the category he would now. he would pass the woman that trapped britney griner in my opinion Ooh, and, she, and she number one right now yeah she number one with a bullet like, yes she is how do you you gotta that's prove amazing. these ain't your babies but i can't produce sperm i don't care you still got to prove what you i'm better doing. pay for these motherfucking children we was married for three days come on like <laughs> didn't sherry shepherd have something similar with her and like a some eggs or something or i feel like there was something with sherry but i don't remember the details it was like the husband wanted to have the kid and they got divorced but he still wanted the kid but then he wanted her to pay for the kid because they had like something frozen i don't know i feel like this has become a more and more of a thing like when you put eggs aside and stuff you need to put that to the prenup or something because that's real complicated it yeah. needs to be in writing because, you know, it's one of those things, like you say, for some people, they do do this because, you know, might have problems, whatever, or, you know, you might be getting older, you might choose you to surrogate, you know, that's fine. But just scenarios like this, I really think that you, it's one of those things where he feels like, hey, we, 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 this is both of us. Mm-hmm. I should have a right to this. It yeah. seems weird because oh. it's almost like if we got divorced, but, I made you have two more babies. Like that's right. how I feel. I know it's not yeah a hundred percent the same, but that's how it feels to me. Like that. Those are her children. Those would be yeah. her children. Okay. Yeah. I found the Sherry Shepherd thing. It was mm-hmm. uh, they began pursuing a surrogate, and while the surrogate was still pregnant, they got divorced mm-hmm. or filed for a separation, and then ensued into a legal battle because Sherry Shepherd's like, "We're divorced." Um. I'm not it, the story doesn't seem to say whether or not they were her eggs that were used mm-hmm. and so she's like ain't my kid I don't want to be the mother and her ex-husband was like hey when we started this we were in it together you said you know you at least agreed to go through all of this and I guess the court ruled that legally she was still the mother pursuant to the agreement they entered into when they first procured the surrogate mm. well in this case complicated he don't want, even don't even mm. fertilize the eggs, doggone it. Just let them sit there. You know what? Yeah, because that's that's weird to me to right. that it's just like fertilized eggs sitting there not becoming children for however long. That's weird mm. to me. Yeah, and people, you know, claim rights to it. And how do you know it's gonna be two females? We don't know what the baby's gonna turn out. Uh, maybe to. they know. I don't know. Maybe they know. Maybe they maybe they made it so that they had Right. So, yeah. Right, yeah. because you can kinda so Yeah. Maybe that now a little bit. Yeah, maybe you can that's, just pick the gender. Like, uh, uh-uh. pick one of them, pick one of them girl sperms, dog. Thank you. <laughs> like to make, like to make a request. <laughs> anyway, man, uh, he won't. Apparently, there's also a trust in the embryos' names with some money in it. So he's he's saying they've been deprived of a trust that he created for them in the state. Uh, he apparently thinks it'll garner sympathy with the public. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of weird this, this, sound fishy. this all sound fishy yeah it says um he filed the papers in louisiana uh a state that offers legal protection for frozen embryos uh so they don't even live there uh it is unfortunate that he feels the need to keep himself linked to vigera who is happily married by taking up more of her of our overburdened court resources uh that's what her lawyer said uh Loeb, 41 lives in new york and florida but attended to the university in new orleans and is still a reserve police officer in the state 
uh text messages included in the filing revealed that even when they were a couple Loeb and vergara 44 were arguing about the embryos long before they split in may 2014 in march 2013 the couple found out they had five embryos uh sources said Loeb did text beyonce you can't keep four frozen lives forever or kill them we will go to hell and then she said we are going to hell regardless <laughs> oh. Oh. oh shit oh my she then told him i'm doing it because i want you to have a baby and vergara underwent two rounds of in vitro fertilization but both failed when the couple split up Loeb allegedly texted her we still have those two frozen babies the couple has signed a contract stating neither party can use the embryos without the other's consent um that's smart that is smart yeah I mean, because she, she yeah. already has like a grown son. Yeah, she? she didn't really want more kids, and when she got remarried, they both said that uh, they don't want to just have children. Like mm. they're not like, and it sounds like there she didn't want to have kids then either. Like she was doing it because her then husband did. Um, their other problem is they're in the Fifth Circuit district, mm-hmm. so if they go through all the appeals, if the Supreme Court doesn't take it, then it will actually get appealed to probably the most conservative court in the united states in the fifth circuit um and the new lawsuit alleges that argues that Loeb would have full custody over the embryos which he wants implanted into a surrogate and that vergara will have no parental rights meanwhile vergara's legal team is arguing that Loeb is using this newfound pro-life stance to gain more publicity for his fight over the embryos yeah yeah, y'all well, right. see, yeah. You, can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't like say, okay, these are half mine, but then say, I don't want you to be able to be the parent to the kid if it's half hers. You can't yeah. have it both ways. Mm-hmm. You got to pick a team. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Idly Loeb wants us to believe that he supports a woman's right to privacy and making a choice concerning reproduction. However, he seems to be be to believe that his celebrity ex-fiance, Sophia Vergara, does not have those same rights, especially if it means giving him more public exposure. Right. Well, he picked, he picked the right time to be on this stand. But they've been, they've been frozen for how, how long do, how 2013? Long frozen? Probably forever. No expiration date. Yeah, it's a deep freezer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, assume, I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm assuming they put it, put it in there with the rest of the frozen vegetables you ain't never going to eat. As right. long as the power don't go out, you, you good. good. Mm-hmm. Where that venison sausage goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get yeah, into let's get into some uh, some guest to race here. Um, matter of fact, let me open up Spotify where I keep that list. But, uh, yeah, we'll get into some guest to race, and then uh, we'll do sore ratchetness, and then we'll uh, after that we'll get out of here um because you know can't do white people news forever it's plenty of it yeah um don't y'all feel better now right i know i feel better right talking about these people's inconsequential problems Mm -hmm. it's so much easier yeah we ain't talking about black lives matter frozen embryos or some kids that ain't may or may not ever exist even black celebrities like steve harvey and and jennifer holiday gonna sell out black people you know what i mean like it's a pressure to it that (laughs) like at no point did i feel like oh no emma stone selling out white women you know so anyway i love it uh all right let's see as soon as this song comes up i'm gonna play it oh you guys on your end you might not be able to hear the song but uh i'll let you know we're done uh when we start and when we finish singing a song you're frozen baby and i'm frozen of course mm-hmm. uh so let me refresh yes, as well 
just yeah just <laughs> deep frozen like them embryos never to return never to return again karen won't cuss you in my webcam oh, yeah, I, I, do. I know it's a publicity stunt karen mm-hmm. all right well we'll sing the song now karen you ready yep now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right guys it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the crew from the three frills podcast to guess the race and karen in the chat room play along and of course karen in the chat room are racist all right Uh uh and guess the race is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps okay get clear smoother skin with bevel everybody knows black people's skin is more sensitive than bow bites and the popeyes all right Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time for us to step up and take care of it man like uh this entire system comes with shaving uh with a safety razor shaving brush blaze primer oil shaving cream cool restoring balm uh it even made me buy like a shaving i bought like a shaving kit holder so i can like look at my brush and my bowl and my razor when i walk in the room like look at me a grown-up so make sure y'all do the same thing man go to getbevel.com code tbg uh slash tbgwt getbevel.com slash tbgwt and get your first month free yeah because i'm not even gonna lie i'll be looking at roger's bevel but like hey i got hair to grow too especially when you get older i'm like hey, i got all kind of little hairs that like to go up underneath my chin i'll be looking like hmm i might be grabbing that razor soon too mm-hmm mm-hmm what's in there Mm, nah, shit, I might use it because uh, dealing with ingrown hairs, that ain't cool. Uh, city corrections worker was busted for prostitution. Okay. Um, and this is from the New York Post, so there's a lot of jokes, okay? Ah! Welcome to sell. You know what? That's my job, New York Post. Now I gotta find a better article. Yeah, fi- find a better article. They're gonna be all witty. Yeah, y'all can't be stealing my terrible puns. That's what I do. I do terrible puns right here at New York Post. Get your facts straight. Yeah, all right. And mine worse than his. Whatever your bar is for him, mine is lower. Yeah, let's go to New York Daily <laughs> News. That's where I get my news from. Um, she made $75,000 a year working for the city correctional department, but she got busted for lighting as a prostitute after offering an undercover cop sex for $120. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, back page, man. Oh, that's You'd be surprised how cheap sex is on Backpage, yeah, okay? You, they had to close it down. Well, we talked about it, uh, me and Justin, I think. Wait, yeah, didn't we talk yeah, about it? I'm not sure, but. Yeah, we talked about it last yeah, week, me and, and you. And, uh, them prostitutes started filing for unemployment. They were like, hey, y'all taking our money. Unemployment for real? Uh-huh. They got an article that said when they shut that down, all of a sudden they had a hike in unemployment because they were like, oh, yeah. hey, you taking our source of income. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think the porn I mean, get- mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say to Bree, I mean, you have heard of, in particular, strippers, the negotiation that takes place mm. of a stripper who got haggled from 50 bucks to 25 mm. uh, to perform in a sex act in the back of a van. Mm. I, I, see, that's why I couldn't, because I would have to be like, I couldn't be like, I'd have to be a call girl. 
Mm. I'd be like, you know, because uh, I, I couldn't, $100? $100. What? Yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna pay what? me for my time. We, we gonna at least be sure the beds are bed bug, bed bug free. And, you know, I'm, we, you know, we, we gonna, you know. Well, back page, like, it's not, like, they coordinate how they meet and shit, too. Like, it's not even, like, Yeah, you simple, pimps. Yeah, it's really, right, it's really to avoid law enforcement and pimps, um, for most part. It's like, I, I, like, there are women that are like, I only make out calls, I only make calls, like, you gotta come to me, or I gotta come to you, or, you know, be prepared to meet at this time. Like, it's real, you know, and then it'd be like, no cops. And I'm like, nigga, that's not gonna stop the police. Like, <laughs> I would. Are you a cop? If I ask you, you have to tell me. Yeah, like, I would that's never. I don't know how people feel comfortable doing it, but enough people must do it and not get caught by the cops right. that it's worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this woman got caught and she's a corrections officer, so she kind of is a cop. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> she seen that money they was making. She was like, y'all make how much? And I gotta deal with this bullshit every day? Right. Uh, Gil- her name is galicia smith and she got fired so you know hopefully we'll see an influx into the porn game i'm hoping you know uh with okay. some of these ladies maybe they can take their talents to south beach mm-hmm. uh, webcam it's, it's a lot yeah of, cam lot of girls mm-hmm. i mean you know there's other avenues out there with some legit money it's probably not as uh much money maybe as back page was providing uh smith whose backpage.com ad promises a one-of-a-kind experience met with a man she thought was a client on friday once smith set the price for sex the officer signaled a backup uh law enforcement said the officer stormed the room at the day's end on 39th street in sunset park brooklyn and took her into custody smith 26 who goes by the name lisa in her online enticements is featured in more than a dozen sites across the internet hi guys i'm lisa one ad reads this is a one-of-a-kind experience i have a beautiful face to match my sexy petite body the ad features a scantily clad woman in various sexual poses and includes a video of a woman giving a man oral sex smith was arraigned saturday in brooklyn criminal court and released without bond uh the brooklyn woman was a civilian employee at the department of correction and was assigned to the federal narcotics task force which is comprised of several law enforcement entities the agencies including the nypd and the u.s marshal service and the drug enforcement administration which coordinate and share information on narcotics related cases authorities said her job gave her access to sensitive information officials said she had no prior arrest peter thorne a correctional department spokesman said at the end of the line for uh it's the end of the line for smith we have a zero tolerance for any illegal behavior on, on the part of the staff thorne said this employee was immediately suspended and is being terminated smith was a probationary employee oh she was on her 90 days damn uh she didn't get the insurance yet yeah then gotta be careful maybe she was trying to get out the life Mm -hmm. correction commissioner joseph pont has made screening new applicants a priority for of his administration after the department of investigation revealed dozens of officers should have failed basic background checks smith could not be reached for comment smith's sister who did not want to be identified said the suspect is estranged from the family and is not good about staying in touch oh so they really did hit that we don't know her uh even so she said smith uses her address to receive mail from the department of correction and from the army where she claims she has served overseas in intelligence the sister said she had no idea that that her sister might have been turning tricks she said smith was very secretive she has always been to herself it's like we're not even related she wouldn't even tell me her job title 
damn dang she must have been mad uh all right karen guess the race of lisa black karen's going with black all right let's go around the room uh justin uh i'm gonna go with black all right brie oh definitely black all right galicia and a side hustle definitely Mm -hmm. black okay okay and uh eric gonna go black all right let's check the chat room uh black denise latricia says make the money don't let the money make you play as club black <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh that's good oh i'm dead oh <laughs> name <laughs> the name the fact they pulled the i don't know her card um that's not a race uh i'm going to say white um uh and the fact she was a probationary period black black okay so everybody went black did anyone go white oh wait and it's up app app went white well the correct answer is she was black and a couple of you missed it you said white let me give you your booze what'd you say karen pick pick what of her yeah i'm about to put the pick up i always put the pick up come on now kind of <laughs> amateur hour stuff do you think i'm running over here karen uh now it doesn't show her face because you know a lot of people don't show their face on back page it's understandable uh but it does show her body um uh, let me see if i can put in Skype. make it uh bigger for you guys and i don't know if you guys can see it in the chat but i'll put it in skype for you guys ah okay that tape? oh oh so y'all, oh, do so y'all can't see it yeah all right cool yeah. yeah so that's her and the calvin klein i mean you know ain't too bad you know yeah you know i i mean for 125 i mean a lot of ways you can spend 125 and and come out with a worse time or oh, actually 120 so you know i can't even get a pair of jessica simpson pumps for that that's like two xbox games maybe doing volume work that's like two x oh she got another picture down here that's like two xbox games you know, um, <laughs> I need to be making edition. margin on every transaction. I need, I need my operating costs on every transaction. <laughs> Are they coming up for tattoos with these tables? Happening? Yeah, so they should uh, want to be identifiable. Identifying. Kissing BBJs. Yes. What is BBJs? I don't know. That's some of that yeah. language. I'm. Cl- I ain't got that far. BBJs. BBJs. What is that? I'm trying. I don't even know what category that would be in. Big. I don't know the acronyms and stuff that people be using nowadays. I don't. Yeah, BBJ. I, I I would just say it on Twitter and say what it mean, but it might be. I don't know how these niggas gonna react. <laughs> what it mean? It might be like, ugh, disgusting. What are you into, Jesus Rod? I about to say, you find out what it meant. Don't you have a wife? No, I don't know what it means. Okay. So what I'm saying, I would ask Gotta Twitter. Start tweeting them. Right. Start. He gets a bunch of DMs, fifty roses, right? Roses. Yes, because you know you flag all the accounts. <laughs> BBJs, oh, you do those? I'm like, no, no, I was asking, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's go to the next one. Um, oh, this is this story is bananas. A Phoenix woman has been accused of posing as a victim of a fabricated Craigslist rape fantasy ad to frame her husband's ex girlfriend shit oh wow masterful that's how you play the game that's some that's like the plot to an episode of scandal 
Harry Washington got to figure it out. Oh, go ahead, Bree. I'm sorry. California, the, the son she was kidnapped by the two Mexican women. Yes, your oh, su- favorite. Oh, super mom, super mom, <laughs> the motherfucking Aryan nation racist ass woman. Oh, God, she was trash, man. I cannot believe white people let that happen. That wasn't the lead of the story. Is like a racist woman claims to kidnap. Like that should have been the title of every article instead of super mom mystery still abounds. What? Mm, Ain't no I mystery. I legit thought the husband did. Then I heard some of the follow-up, and I was like, oh. Yeah, because that was a story down here, because she was in Texas. or Was she in Dallas or Austin? <coughs> I don't remember. Yeah. So <laughs> we had heard about that story, and Bree was just like, oh, no, the husband did it. Oh, yeah. Mm. I always think I always think the spouse did it, like, for real. Yeah, well, I've watched enough like, 20. Shady 20. like that, like yeah. the dude who said he was scared of Black Lives Matter, who <coughs> shot his wife on an accident. Yeah. Yeah, you watch, I mean, you watch enough 2020, I mean, come on. Exactly. You know, that spouse killed that motherfucker. For Lifetime. Watch enough Lifetime. Watch enough Lifetime. Yeah. You get the married couples, you get the snaps. Snap is a little, I mean, you know, they, you know, Snap is right. It was one of, what's one of, um, I didn't know who I married or some phrase. Yeah, well, see, those (laughs) tell you up front. I'm, I like the ones where they make it seem like maybe they didn't do it. True. Cause it is always that nigga. It'd be like maybe it was her husband <laughs> maybe it was her ex uh boyfriend yes. maybe it was the dude she worked with nah it was her husband come on guys we know that ah! uh my so so this woman framed another woman uh-huh. by saying uh she put one of those fake ads on craigslist it's like i have a rape fantasy this is my house come come and rape me right and then you got oh. motherfuckers showing up on your front door cell well sometimes people put those on there to get revenge on somebody like they put that and then like and in some cases there's even been people that have tried to assault people and shit right right so she put the ad on there herself to frame her husband's girlfriend oh by saying that the girlfriend put the ad up there and set her up exactly and now she got caught the Anaheim police oh sorry i'm sorry i didn't cut y'all i was like i was like that's real convoluted I mean, it's a hell of a strategy. I mean, I, she was playing chess. Uh, when, <laughs> when officers arrived at Angela Diaz's condo last June in response to her 911 call, police say they found her in tears with a rip and red marks on her neck. A man had just tried to rape her in her garage, she said. Anaheim police believe this was a gruesome result of a recent Craigslist ad in which someone had posted as Diaz, poses Diaz and invited men to her, visit her condo and participate in her rape fantasy encounters, even if she screamed and fought back. Detectives became convinced the electronic trail led to the husband's ex-fiance, Michelle Hadley, who soon faced 10 felony charges and possible life in prison. Wow. It, it was a bizarre enough case, but on one day, it took an even stranger turns. Authorities say they were fooled. Hadley was exonerated, and the 31-year-old Diaz accused of posing as a victim to frame Hadley is behind bars. Miss Hadley is an innocent victim of a diabolical scheme, Orange County District Attorney Tony Rococa said uh ds who is married to a u.s marshal faces charges that include oh kid- yeah mm-hmm. that face kid she faces charges including kidnapping false imprisonment and false reporting crimes she was arrested last week in phoenix where she now lives and is awaiting extradition to orange county rakakis said he was not certain of ds's motive but speculated that it involved a love triangle and that the attempted frame up may have been meant to put the dagger into the older relationship 
prosecutors officially dropped the charges against hadley monday afternoon at a brief hearing at the courthouse in uh fullerton you are free to go superior court judge beatrice gordon told her hadley wept smiled and embraced family members this has been a huge nightmare for me probably the most traumatic experience of my life hadley 30 told the reporters of the courthouse on the courthouse steps she said she had been close to earning her mba at chapman university and this put a little wrinkle into her plan though she still hoped to graduate soon yeah i mean you, i hope you yeah. sued like nobody's yeah. business i, I would, would. Be fuck out of oh yeah. nothing has ever <laughs> nothing has ever stopped me before Prosecutors say Diaz sent emails to herself using specialized software to make it appear that Hadley had sent them. And Diaz made false claims that Hadley had threatened her life and that of her unborn child. She was pregnant. Oh, is she she actually pregnant or is this all like crap? Well, apparently, along with attempting to frame Hadley, Diaz is accused of faking a pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) And then faking cervical cancer. Oh, wow. And then, and then, and then, forging a check oh shit nice and then and then posing as an attorney and lastly trying to set a land speed record and lastly uh as two of her husband's ex-girlfriends and forging doctor's notes uh hadley was wow yeah she don't know the truth she don't even know the truth they are not on first name basis or last name basis. They ain't go to the same high school, live on the same street, none of that. Hadley was first arrested June 2016 on the day Diaz reported the attempted rape. She posted, she posted bail, but was reassured, rearrested three weeks later after a 17 year old boy appeared in Diaz's courtyard in response to the Craigslist act. Uh, it didn't act fastly said they feared it was a matter of time for Diaz was raped or killed. So they put her, uh, in jail on a million dollars bail on charges that included attempted rape. She spent 88 days in jail before she was released on her own recognizance last October as, ev- as evidence accu- accu- mm-hmm, as evidence accumulated of her innocence. Though prosecutors believe that the the attack uh, Diaz reported in June 2016 was fake, they say the two males did respond to the rape fantasy solicitation. So in her faking this one attack, two other dudes at some point and really did try to show up and rape her. Uh, by the way, only men uh, only men only yeah. men that would never work the other way around if i was like ladies kicking my dough take my dick no matter what i say <laughs> nigga i'll be i would die i would literally die before a woman kicked in my dough women don't function like that. yeah nigga I'd be like random dick no thank you you have to be like felon so bay or something stupid uh up here right women already be like i gonna have to spend my gas money to come across town no thanks uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a lot. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm not riding a bus across town. No. I'm not even knocking. Um, no. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> the uh, evidence accumulated of her innocence, so they let her let her out uh, on bail or whatever. Um, her own cognizance. The prosecutors believe that the attack that Diaz reported was uh, okay. All right, Hadley attorney Michael Giusti described his client as a wide-eyed very bubbly young woman with a lust for life whose family had to borrow money for her defense to have her so thoroughly exonerated by the district attorney is a huge relief for her he would not comment on whether or not his client included to intended to pursue a civil claim for being arrested Guyusti also said he knew from the start that his client was innocent and she waited in jail and was expecting someone to say okay you're innocent we believe you 
<laughs> Deputy District Attorney <laughs> Richard Zimmer said there was no evidence that Diaz's husband was involved in the case. Zimmer said Angela Diaz used software to make it seem as if the emails are coming from email accounts. Everyone we had, everything we had pointed to Miss Hadley. He said that while Diaz gave the appearance of being an upper middle class professional, the investigation revealed her to be a serial con artist. Yeah, if she hadn't have faked everything, she might have got this woman put in jail. Right. Cancer, check forging. Right. Special software. She is, she is a, this is going to be a movie on Lifetime. Doctor's notes. Like, damn. I'm not afraid to say she duped me, Zimmer said. She duped us. It was very sophisticated, well thought out. The problem was we couldn't get to the internet protocol addresses, the IP addresses. Zimmer said the breakthrough in the case came around September when investigators were able to uncover the real IP addresses behind Craigslist ads and the harassing emails Diaz was receiving. He said that some had originated at Diaz's condo and her father's home, and that was a real aha moment. Zimmer said he was sickened by the knowledge that an innocent woman had been arrested. I've had more sleepless nights the last six months than I had in 40 years. The last thing our office wants to do is charge an innocent black, uh, innocent person. I'm gonna say a black person just out of reflex of reading police statements. <laughs> <laughs> like I've read enough police. Reflex, I've read enough the last police. Thing we want to do is charge an innocent black man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've read enough police shit that I'm just like, I it, it re, anytime I read a police quote, I, I just want to insert like, and we didn't mean to do that to that nigga. Uh, all right, guys, ah. guess the race of the woman who is the criminal here. So we're not guessing the race of the victim. But the race of, uh, what is her name? Uh, Diaz, uh, what was her first name? Um, her name is going to the top. Angela Diaz is her name. All right, guys. Guess the race. Karen? I'm going with white. All right. What about you, uh, Justin? Uh, I'm going with gone girl white. Mm, okay okay uh what about you brie um i'm going to go with latin mm, going with latin all right and uh eric i'm gonna go with she's not angry she's spicy latina mm, okay <laughs> so we got two white two latina let's check the chat room and see what they believe the wife uh what her race is um latina juanita the scammer the the least mexican the least mexican to ever live in the united states um i'm i'm just gonna go ahead and say the sheer caucasity uh the lost the lost eighth season of desperate housewives white latina who faked identities to match all the people living in her house latina for trump straight out the white super bomb playbook white <laughs> this was like a telemundo black mirror episode <laughs> me- me- mexican reflections latina non-spicy burrito latina. puerto rican oh the least <laughs> least lazy mexican okay all right the chat the chat uh the chat room you guys that guessed latina um you guys were all wrong So if you guessed white, you got it right. I should have said because it's Arizona, I should have went with white, but I was like, you know what? 
I'm a go. I'm a yeah. go Latina. My my Dang clue it. was that they let her get away with too much shit. Yeah, she might you know, be. That is she got away on way too many charges. Like she could. I also say, mm-hmm. I meant to ask what race of dude she said came to assault her because that would have mm, been, been good. That would have been a good clue. <laughs> you know, it's that thing too where like she could be Latina, but she's definitely white passing, so it's white. Oh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then because because it's hispanic non-white yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she could have also um married a dude that was like you know mm-hmm. so she could have taken his last name as diaz uh at any rate she um oh she's very white it flashed and then went away she's very white okay. oh no that's i carved a b on my face to look what those Black black matter supporters did to me white yeah right. she she <laughs> was the white if that was black a contest yeah there was a contest. She would win it. Is what I'm saying. So, so she's a Spaniard. <laughs> a Spaniard. Argentine. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Last round. Bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the race in the bonus round against the race. So far uh karen and justin are two for two but brie and eric are one and one and uh this is for double the point so we'll see if you guys can uh can catch up all right uh all right let me pause this music all right cool all right let's see which article we're gonna do let's get an old one scroll down a bit how about um not that one how about um all right here's no 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 not this one this is too easy jesus why did i even save that is it just tell you the race uh all right Ah! how about (laughs) this one (laughs) uh this one happened in louisiana baton rouge uh oh wait oh this this, this is station covering it anyway uh columbus georgia okay columbus georgia a disagreement during a neighborhood basketball game took a violent turn when one player thought he was being intentionally fouled there was no referee to blow the whistle because this was a pickup game during played in the street but even if there was a referee these terminal court residents were playing a game called 21 It's in, is this American life? it's an every man for himself variation of basketball where fouls are allowed and out of bounds doesn't exist one of the men playing the game said the trouble began at about 3 p.m friday when things started to get too rough jarell jones said the suspect announced that he was going to go to his car and grab some tennis shoes oh shit but what he was really <laughs> going to get was a gun oh mm-hmm I was winning. I don't see why he had to argue with us, though. You know how when you're playing basketball, you get fouled and stuff? That's what it's really about. Because he got slapped the wrong way, thought people wanted to fight. But he said, I don't want to fight. I'm just going to shoot. And he didn't stop after one or two shots. He shot four or five times. Probably more than that, said Jones. Columbus police have announced they're looking for a 22-year-old Trevor Marshall, who also goes by the nickname Twin authorities believe he is the man who shot 33 year old elicist Willer during the game Willer was hit once in the abdomen and he was taken to the hospital in stable condition 
in addition to aggravated assault police plan to charge marshall with reckless conduct they said many residents were out and about that afternoon on terminal court and more people could have been easily hit by stray bullets jones said he knows marshall but he didn't see him at the game he believes the shooting suspect is a different person but who he never met prior to friday's incident Mm, that sounds kind of like no snitching elliot's uh efforts to report reach the victim willer for comment were unsuccessful that definitely sounds like no snitching too all right guys guess the race of trevor marshall black okay karen's going black uh justin uh, i'm going white i actually gotta go white on this one all right uh brie i'm feeling like white because i feel like he didn't know the rules <laughs> that was my giveaway too like, he didn't know the how rules. Did he not know he was being intentionally fouled you ain't never played 21 <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say white and uh eric what do you think i'm gonna go white too all right so karen's going black everybody else is going white let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race of trevor marshall is um let's see uh okay the unofficial sport and and prison ball extreme black laugh my ass off (laughs) i'm going white because i feel like it's a setup played many 21 games in pelican bay black hoop dreams black everybody but kool-aid in this story black I just couldn't hold it in. This is right out of the first 48 black. Held the gun sideways black. <laughs> black, black with a splash of Creole. Birdie in above the rim black. <laughs> well, one thing this guy could do is he could shoot. Okay. We do know that much. Uh, the correct answer is, and this is for all the marbles guys. Karen, you're the winner. He's black. on the day yeah karen who would you like to thank who would you like to thank for this victory uh do you have anybody, any people you'd like to, to congratulate, to thank that helped you get this way, get yeah. this win? I would like to thank all the people off of Murchison Road in Fairville, North Carolina, <laughs> because that's how I learned the rules about basketball, about paying on the court. When somebody say, I'm going to my car, that's a cue for your ass to leave. That's a good point, Karen. <laughs> and of course, I gotta send the booze to everybody else. I'm sorry, but if you guessed anything other than black, you're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> twin was a dead giveaway it was a it was it does not even get more dead or or given away than that nobody won't talk to the cops hindsight is 2020 yeah nobody was well nobody snitching could be the black people at the court being like we don't snitch but if he was a white dude i feel like they would have snitched um so uh yeah here's the uh picture in the chat that's twin that's what they're looking for hopefully they find them uh and of course we gotta do sword ratchetness and that's the last thing we'll we'll get out of your hair here guys where's my long ass sound effect there we go And that's why you don't fuck people hard at 21. Mm-mm. Pull that sword out on your ass. <laughs> yep. 
uh now today's sore ratchetness is more of a psa than anything else guys oh, okay and uh I, i'll just come around and say it this is what you guys need to hear it's from eater.com i didn't know this was a thing until i read this article but oh, uh it makes perfect sense and i'll add some clapping to it because i feel like that brings the point home okay <laughs> stop trying to open your champagne with a sword the simple act of opening a beverage isn't typically laden with pomp and circumstance but the art of sabrage is a different story opening a bottle of fancy french champagne with a sword is one of the coolest tricks to impress party guests that's if you execute the action properly of course if you mess it up the champagne will transform into an exploding bubbly hand grenade a lesson all of these individuals have learned <laughs> bubbly hand grenade yeah cause you gonna pump people up with shards of glass and champagne uh your hand right wait apparently they have clips okay let me put these in the chat now i need to show what you guys if you hit it and it don't bust and it just ricochets it, back like the sword ricochets back at you yeah apparently i don't i mean we about to watch people attempt this shit uh Holy shit. some of them even news anchors live on tv yes <sighs> no. yeah uh let me know when y'all can see it karen because i shared it for my screen but you know it takes a second to pop up oh no oh that that that's scary. i dodge when people are opening them regularly i'll be like nope i'm not getting hit with the court not getting I, hit shit i'm scared when i open it up regularly Mm-hmm. <laughs> just that pop okay yeah startles you <laughs> even though you know it's coming yeah sometimes i just hit a pop and i'll be like oh shit what was that what happened did a car shit. backfire shit that, that shit that and the pillsbury doughboy uh can of biscuits i'm afraid of that shit too sometimes yeah. i throw it on the table and let it pop on the table fuck that yeah can y'all see it not yeah. conscious by those mm-hmm. <laughs> you put them in the back of your car and it gets too warm and so they're like be sitting in back and they'll heat up and then on occasion they have actually exploded and Mm-mm. The back of their head. <laughs> oh, I, wow. Well, here's a video of someone trying to open one on TV. It's a news anchor. Yeah, Champagne sabering demo gone wrong is what it's called. Oh, shit. Um, the sound is terrible, but you can see the video. So they got, damn, they got two knives. Right. And she that close to her fucking face? Yo, she almost touched the knife on the wrong end in the first place. You see, this is wrong. Y'all shouldn't even be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Get a professional. <laughs> oh, that's a big ass knife. So you loosen the. Okay. So you have to hit it perfect to make it do it. You don't know why trains this. <laughs> oh, glass everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-uh. It got all her clothes. Cause you don't know what the fuck you doing, ma'am. There's a there's this dude. Um, well, he, uh, savoring champagne going bad. He took a sword. Yeah. Yo, it, it really be exploding glass in the people. Right, right. right. Close your eyes. Right. Nobody got on 
there's no safety goggles no gloves no nothing <laughs> right because the content is under pressure people are fucking stupid the content is under pressure and you probably have to hit it just right where you actually just probably just hit the cork and the cork flies right. and then the pressure comes out yeah. but a lot of people probably chip the the the, the, the top the of the bottle. right yeah. so that breaks which causes the the uh, cork to fly and glass just so it just ends up blowing up everywhere here's another one he got a cleaver. He got a cleaver. What the fuck? This is my new favorite thing, along with people who've never deep fried turkeys before. Yeah, it's people that don't deep fry frozen turkey in the oil and boom. Right, it's like <laughs> fucking Fallujah outside and shit. <laughs> okay i can't even to speak this language and clearly whatever they're saying is like don't do this shit in here what are you doing like put put this shit back right in that language somebody was like i think the first dude i think the first dude said i'm not doing this shit this is how you do it but i ain't doing it and the second person was like what the fuck are you doing not in my house it'll be fine what could go wrong Is she even doing it with the right side of the cleaver? No, she's that's the doll side. Right. Oh, come on, man. Yep. Do it this way. You can't be this nervous either. You gonna mess something up being that doggone scared. I can't imagine. Requires a steady hand. I don't even know why that dude put his hands on that bottle to hold it for. Because I would have been like, Nah, you good, dog? You got it. Look like you got it to me from over here, way back over here. Yeah. Yeah, she barely. You recording? Cool. I gotta go do something in the other room. Right. Y'all, let me know when the video uploaded. Yo, 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 that kid in the back is scared as fuck. Yo, yo. He nervous. That made me nervous. He like, he like, can I move yet? Is she shooting it? Wait, when, okay, hold on. I'm about to get out of here. He's moving around and ducking and shit. He probably like, this is not a good idea. What the fuck are y'all doing? She said, nah, I got nah, this. Nah, I got this. You really want? All right, find me. I'll go back over here. Yo. And the whole, and, the whole, and y'all, the whole bottle oh. crumbles, y'all. Like, literally crumbles in the hands. Get into you, glass shoots everywhere. Mm-mm. This is, a, I mean, it's just a bunch of fails. It's just... This one's 21 seconds. Let me see what this one is. There's a bunch of people just being like, this can't be as hard as it looks on YouTube. With Wrong. The <laughs> right, this guy, he got a sword. Aye. Can't even get it right. I'm trying to do it like he's lighting a flint. <laughs> oh, no, he dropped the wine. Good. Now nobody gets a drink. <laughs> 
sword right in this motherfucker. Oh, he the whole bottle. Oh, that anyway, good. that was good. It's a click hole. There's a ton of these, but <laughs> yeah. Point being, man, stop opening shit with swords, idiots. <laughs> Not fucking the three musketeers. What's wrong with y'all? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thank you so much, guys, uh, for Three Fifths uh, Podcast. We yes, really appreciate y'all, y'all coming on. check them out. They are loads of fun. They have tons of content. So for those of you that's like, hey, Rod and Karen, I love y'all. What's some other black shit I can listen to, too? Here's one. And you can go to their website, Three Fifths Podcast, and it's T-H-R-E-E, Fifths, F-I-F-S, Podcast. And it's also spelled that way if you go look for it on iTunes and Stitcher three-fifths and uh yeah man follow them all on twitter uh brie gets tweets i have it in the show notes eric but it's spelled like a y r r y k and uh someone got it yeah y'all don't understand i don't even get it right all the time yeah i made it i made it and I have a, to say it really slow. Like I have to say it really slow in order for me to spell it right. Uh, and of course, there's LJ90, LJAY90 on Twitter. Uh, so make sure you follow all of them. And uh, thank y'all so much for coming on, man. We yes. have to do this again sometime. We will. It's a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having us on. Yes, everybody. And uh, chat room. We'll be back. Um, actually, we might be back Tuesday. I think tomorrow's MLK. Yeah, we. And uh, you know, we black as fuck, so yeah, can't be no, working on. You know, we, we we we'll come on the white man's holiday, but not right. MLK Day. Not we, MLK. We might take that off, and we're going to uh, to the movies with Layla. with Layla. Yeah. So for those of you that love the the kids' correspondence on the premium feed, you're gonna get one tomorrow. Yeah, we should have a spoiled movie review <laughs> for uh, like Moana or Sing, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys. We'll be back uh, Tuesday. Uh, Until then, I love you. I love you too.